Great, we're live now. Uh, hey, Forney's in the house. I haven't talked to Matt Forney in what? ages. You ever you ever read any it's, Forney stuff? Oh, yeah. Now, is this real Forney? Or is just someone faking being Matt well, Forney? Well, that's his avatar. Okay. Um, he's, he's not like, you know, you could tell a troll where it's like, I'm gay and I, I like uh, child dick. Ha, ha, ha. You know, so. <laughs> right. No, I, uh, yeah, it, it's still not too late for him. Maybe it's 9 p.m. over there where he's at, but you never know where Matt is. That's true. No. You ever read his uh, Terra House magazine site? A little bit. It's one of those things that I would like to read because I'm sure there's a lot of good stuff there. I've read some of TJ's stuff over there. Mm-hmm. So I got to I gotta hand it to Matt. And I, I even wrote, he, he, his performance, his, um, choices in life prompted me to write an article uh, in his honor because it was like one of the most improved people where this guy, a lot of people like to pick on him because he's overweight and then he's bald and uh, ha 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 look at this loser. But that dude is living his own life. He's traveling and lived in and probably as many countries as Rouge has. Um, and he always come, he's always got a hustle, you know, he hitchhiked across America right. And then, and then he says, you know what, this, uh, blogging YouTube thing ain't working. I'm going to set up Terra house Megan's if it, if it, if he isn't making money already, which he is, he is surviving. Like he doesn't live at home with his parents. Right. But if he keeps, something's going to hit and he's going to make it. Uh, and by make it, I mean like where he, you know, he's already quote making it, but I mean, make it not necessarily in a big way, but where he's like, wow, I have, he's upper middle income. Everything's very comfy. And then everyone who mocked and ridiculed him uh, because he's bald, uh, exactly. he has control over that. Uh, they're going to have to eat crow um, because he, he does. He's got hustle. He's always hustling, always working. So I, I, yeah. I, I really, no, I, I agree. I mean, I mean, I can certainly find things to disagree with Matt about, but you've mm-hmm. got to admire the guy. Yeah. He doesn't yeah. just sit around in the basement whining. He does. Stuff. No, no guys got and, hustle. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know the logistics of Terra House magazine, but I mean, I think it's a great idea. I'm not really sure how he turns that into money, but I mean, I now know that he's publishing some books and stuff. You know, you go to Terra House, you can buy books through there. Uh, so, you know, I don't know where all that goes, but I think it's great. I think well, it goes, just I, whole, I hope it goes to Matt's pocket. Yeah. Well, I hope so. <laughs> where, too. where else would it go? <laughs> but but I, 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 I just think the whole concept of Terra House magazine is great for him to set up this place to publish independent authors that aren't going to get published anyplace else. And well, I mean, I, and where it goes as in, in, you know, how, not where the money goes, but where the site goes, like, does it take off? Mm-hmm. Is he able to build it into some kind of like real quote unquote, real publishing house, you know, where he's making money and the authors are making money. It's, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know about the logistics of all that, but I hope it does turn into something. I think it's I would, a great endeavor. I would love nothing more than to see Terra House Meg set up by this guy who's uh, lollygagging about in Central Europe as an American, going from apartment to apartment and B&B, Airbnb to Airbnb like replace the New York publishing houses. Oh, uh, you know, like, great. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Like, I would love that too. You know, you'd be in the seventies, but it'd be nice to see with the technology. But here's the interesting thing that Matt did. I remember when he was setting up Terra house, he's like, uh, people aren't. Um, and, and there's some logic to this where mm-hmm. the attention span of the average person today is going down. Yes. 
And you don't want to read a 500 page book. Sometimes you want a short story. Yep. And so maybe, maybe that's, maybe that's what the, he, he's onto the mark. Cause uh, TJ just wrote a, he wrote a vignette or whatever. What do you call short? It's a short story, but there's a more professional literature name for it. He wrote a, right. A short story. And I said, how many pages? He said 20. I'm like, your immediate reaction is to say, that's not a real book. It wasn't intended to be a real book. Sure. Right. Not every great story needs 300 pages. No, fuck no. So, So, no, I agree. I love short stories, like short story compilations. That's one of my favorite things to read. I got one right now. It's a science fiction. It's like 400 pages. It's all short stories that are based somehow around the moon. And I mean, you jump in, you read the first three pages. If it doesn't grab you, you flip to the next story. Right. And, and you can, and when you find a good one, you're not investing hours and hours. You blow, it takes 20 minutes of reading. You got a great story. You enjoyed yourself and you can move on. You know, on my wish list though, if Tara Aside House from might, uh, the play, the, uh, the, the uh, volleyball CSU girls, women's volleyball CSU team, yeah. volleyball team yeah. that would keep me warm right now is you know, Tara house magazine. If I didn't have to read it, if somebody read every story and turned it into a podcast, now well, again, logistics, but it's like, oh, that would be the greatest thing ever. But here, here's what I found out in my, you know, my forays into self-publishing. You'd be amazed. Like you think, let's take a book X, and it's about uh, your volleyball team of girls have to take on my genetically cloned big-titted redheads that I developed in my lab, and they have to fight over the widget or whatever it is. Um, the damn it! Now I've already lost my thought. Because <laughs> now, now I've now I've gone into this world like thinking wow. about redheads. <laughs> I'm, I'm like that'd be great. Uh, oh, that's where I was going. Hang on, I was just I was just thinking like they'd all be in lingerie. And yeah, of course. Thing. Um, and and on that, I no oh, come on, I had it, I had it. Oh I can't man. Be, oh, that's no. what I was gonna say. All right, so here's me writing uh, self publishing. So we write this book, okay, and. uh it's the volleyball team versus the lingerie redheads with big tits. Uh, you would think like if that came out in paperback, the audience, if, if it, if it was published period, people who would be willing to buy it in paperback would be an 80 to 90% overlap of people who would buy it on Kindle, which would be an 80 to 90% overlap of people who would buy it in audible. And the point I'm making is that it's the story that really sells, not the format it's in. And what I'm finding out is that Venn diagramming is there's very little overlap. Like people will not read a book if it's not on Kindle. There's a group of people that will not read a book unless it's paperback. And there are people who simply mm-hmm. will not read a book. It needs to be an audio. And when people said, oh, should I should I do Audible and, and should I do Kindle or should I just do paperback? I'm like, motherfucker, you got to do all three. Yeah. And I think I, I know the guy, Matt even knows the guy, the guy that I had uh, uh, do several of my books. His name's Kevin. And he used to be the producer for uh, Beckloff Show, which I terribly miss, by the way. Um, but you you uh, have to, like people say, is it worth the $2,000 to pay somebody to transcribe or narrate the book? It absolutely is because you open up like almost a whole third of an additional audience right. like you're not cannibalizing off the sales of kindle or paperback if you do an audible book there is a huge and large and very separate group of people 
I only take my books in through Audible, and it, it's absolutely worth paying, you know, narrators to go and do that. Yeah, I can see that because I mean, <clears throat> I only speak for myself on this, but I tried the digital books, and I just can't do it for for whatever reason. It's just not my thing. I am never going to buy another Kindle book. Really, but, you uh, don't you don't like that, huh? No, it just it just didn't having to have a screen and stuff and the. You know, it's like, well, you got all these thousands of books on a little device. I'm like, yeah, but I, I don't know. I can't really articulate exactly what it is. I just don't like reading a book, looking at a screen. I'll I'll look at a dead tree all day long. Mm-hmm. And, you know, certainly I'll listen to audio books. And that's my thing, too, is like some books I will specifically get in audio because it's like, OK, this is something I'm going to listen to while I'm trail running or right, while I'm biking right or while I'm working around the house. But then there's other books that I specifically want them in the dead tree format, you know, especially the ones that my, and that's, well, I think a big part of the Kindle too, is the fact that people can censor it. You know, it it can vanish at any time. Whereas a dead tree book, you have it forever. So certain things I buy in dead tree form simply so that they can never be taken away from me. I got, um, so I talked to the contractor today and this guy's on his game. So far, you so know, far. fingers crossed. Right. And uh, I got, you know, it's like, do you want to build out the basement or not? Because if we build out the basement, it's another 50 grand to finish it off. Da, da, da. And I looked at it, I'm like, I am sick of this shit. Finish it all, all of it now. So I'm going to take on a mortgage. That's fine. I can afford it. Uh, or maybe not. I don't know. No, the future never can tell. But I'm like, instead of sticking around worrying about this, but part of the basement is my recording studio that I'm building. Nice. And I want it so desperately to be like the Kingsman uh, tailor shop. I want a British with books and a library and it's cozy and it's maroon red with, uh, you know, just a big leather chair I'm sitting in and I can sit there in my ascot and my smoker jacket and but key to that is to have a bunch of books. And I've always looked at, you know, you watch the movies and, and you know, James Bond walks into M's office or whatever. And there's all these books. I'm like, fucker, did you read all those books? You have a wall of books. Did you actually read all those books? And I guess back in the olden days, it was meant like, well, those are reference books. He, he, he you know, that was their internet back in the day. But now that I want this theme, I want this, this motif uh, for my recording studio which is to be the British Kingsman, very nice, posh, relaxing slippers. Uh, now I'm like, oh, I, I, I got I to gotta get books. I have to have physical books. But then I feel like a hypocrite because like, fuck, if I'm going to read any of these books, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't want real, I mean, I'm not going to read them. I just put some encyclopedias up or something. But it, it almost compels you. If you're going to go with that motif, that theme, you have to have books or a bookshelf. Well, maybe you just buy 40 copies of each of your books and put them back there. Yeah, but it wouldn't, the backdrop would just be the exact same book, 20. I don't, I don't want, and I don't want that many of my, I don't want any, I really, I, I'm, I'm trying to think like, well, maybe I fill up the wall with something else. Maybe it doesn't have to be books. Maybe, uh, I don't know, uh, old oil paintings of hot, ch- wait, wait, hang on. Now here, here's an idea. Maybe RJ or uh, Figo can get in on this. What about oil paintings, like the old school oil paintings, you know, where Mm -hmm. you'd have a family portrait and they would paint your painting and and every guy had white wigs for whatever reason. 
Um, what if you were to have that exact same art style, but modernize right. it where it's like big titted redheads and lingerie, but yeah. in that old school oil canvas. And that's kind of what's in the background. How's that? Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah. So <clears throat> I got distracted cause I just got a Amazon delivery outside. Do you have to go I'd get it? No, no, not right this second. I mean, it's sitting oh. back there, but I got distracted because the girl who does my Amazon delivery route <laughs> is this tall, long, blonde haired. Really? I mean, oh my God. Yeah. She looks like she could be a volleyball player. Let me tell you what, man. Dude. So, I order a lot of stuff from Amazon nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. She's a cutie. What? What I've I've really liked you. You look at these guys, a UPS or FedEx rod. These guys are in shape, and gals, they're in shape, man. There is not a fat FedEx worker driving those trucks. No, that's true. Now that you mention it, and I think about it, yeah, all the UPS guys, the FedEx guys. Oh yeah, the, yeah, they. It's true. They're all pretty thin, good looking. Dude, they they got calves that are harder than granite. I've seen <laughs> right them. I'm like, and, and what I love about them is like I have total mad respects and props for them because like they have hustle and maybe that's the, maybe that's my calling. Maybe I should just go be a UPS delivery guy. And I remember this because I got somebody, their MBA. I did an MBA for somebody. I was paid gobs of money. Um, so I know all about supply chain management. That was the specialty of this individual's, uh, uh, MBA program. I, I, in other words, I wrote this person's papers. I did all the research of the studying. So I know from a top down because this individual worked at one of the larger firms. I'm like, yeah, like seconds matter. And to the rest of the world, seconds don't matter. Right. It's like, whoa, I'm picking up my baby. Bumblebee. <laughs> I mean, that's the operating yeah. speed. Yeah. You know, I, I read somewhere, and this is one of those things that it may not be true because it was on the internet, but one of the companies, the UPS, the FedEx, whatever, one of them, they tried an experiment where they told their drivers, don't make left turns, only make right-hand turns instead of left, because you spend more time waiting to make a left-hand turn yes. than if you just go right, right, right. And anyway, it, you know, it cut down their driving time by whatever percentage or whatever. And then, so yeah, and, when you think about it, they're always trying to be efficient because they got to get to all these places, drop off all this crap, pick up all this crap. And if you figure they're probably- Seconds count. Yeah. And if they're normal like anyone else, they want to finish their job and go home to do whatever it is they enjoy doing. So they're probably all in favor of the efficiency. I, 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 I guarantee you that is true as well, but I'm real curious. I'd love to have like a UPS or a FedEx delivery driver- uh, contact me. There's got to be a certain kind of psychology or personality that excels in that. Like, mm -hmm. oh, you know, like, and you know, and, and that maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you just wake up, you go pick up your truck. You're not, but I'm, I'm thinking there's like a, a car depot or a, a, you go to where the truck fleet is. You go in, you punch your clock, you play Jamoke games and you give each other insults, but then you compete. It's like, ah, Johnson's got the quickest response. I got to beat Johnson, man. I got to be, and maybe that's not there. Maybe because I don't know why you'd even have a hub anymore. It's just like, here's your truck. Go fuck you. Pick up the deliveries here at the depot and get your ass out there. But there's got to be a psychology because I see the physical manifestation of it. These people are in shape. The men are in great shape. The women are in great shape. Because there was a UPS delivery gal who was kind of like yours. Maybe wasn't as tall, but I was like, hello. Like, yeah. damn, she was in shape. <laughs> oh. But yeah, there's 
there and as I was talking about before, previous to you know talking about the management, they know because at the granular level, if they can shave off thirty seconds a day over ten thousand drivers, da, 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 that right. translates into an extra half a percent on your bottom. We're talking millions, millions of dollars each. Sure. So, and that's it. And so, good night, everybody. Hey, good night. Hey, Thanks good for night. All right. That was All right. We'll see you on the flip side. <laughs> uh, I did want to have you on because how how you handling the uh, the layoffs and the and the great and merciful Corona Chan. Ah, the great merciful Corona Chan. It's, it's you know, initially I was a little I was a little cranky and depressed and everything, and then it got better. And as I'm getting things done, I'm feeling very optimistic about things. And ah, oh, then I made the mistake of looking at the internet today. Oh and, no. And our governor said that, you know, well, we can't just go back to normal and things are going to be different. And forever or just oh, forever. Like, oh, no. Really? No, forever. Really? Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, we're. And it's like, okay, this is exactly what I was afraid of. There goes your right to assembly. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's, I, fa- I found an article. I'm actually going to be writing about it for my weekend Wuhan update among mm-hmm. other things. But yeah, it's just, I'm reading this thing and it's like, okay, here we are. Wuhan 1984. I, I too eschew the news or the interwebs. I'm even like taking a break oh, off yeah. from Twitter and Facebook. It's like, yeah, Hey, here's my shit. I'm tweeting it out, but um, <clears throat> it is, it is a challenge to maintain. What would I, I don't want to say sobriety. Sobriety is one thing, but uh a, a good mental health, <laughs> but man, if you, but you have to pay attention to the news a little bit. And then you hear about a this little. Michigan bitch, the governor in Michigan, like, Oh yeah, we can't have rakes. So we're going to section off this part of Walmart. It's like, wow. I thought you were female. Did you grow a massive dick to shove it in everyone's ass? And, uh, and now the, now your governor, thank God who will not be life Supreme governor. Uh, he's saying this is like a permanent chain. There, there's a new normal. We just can't get over a virus. Yeah, no, that we have to keep the social, you know, he might allow some businesses to open as long uh-huh. as they can maintain the social distancing, you know, and he, he says, well, we're going to go back, but we're never going back to the way things were before. It's always going to be different and all this other just very Orwellian crap. Who, who the fuck is he to tell society, the Coloradans, what well, they're going to go back to or not? He's, he's the government. He, you know, he's the person who can have you arrested for leaving your house. And I saw something that I think it was in Italy or some other country where somebody used a drone. The government used a drone to track down a guy who went running and had him arrested. And then there's Colorado. No, 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 no. This is somewhere else. We're not, we're not quite there yet, but Uh you know, it's, it'll be interesting to see where that goes. You know, and then anyway, yeah, it's just I don't want to dwell on it too much unless you really want. No, no, it just I, I, I I'll it, save it. The desire of predominantly leftist politicians to yep. quote unquote do something because sometimes there's nothing to do in your home state of Texas. Mm-hmm. The legislature meets once every two years, correct? That is correct, because whoever wrote that constitution knew the danger of the legislature. Yep. And the whole point, there is an optimal, I mean, it's like regulation. 
Without any regulation, yeah, corporations are scumbags. They're going to fuck you over. With too much regulation, you're choking it off. So there's a there's an optimal and ideal level of regulation. Right. The same thing with law. You can't have no laws because everybody fucking murdering each other, or you know, at least I would anyway. It'd be a killing spree for me until somebody with a better eye and a better bullet and a better gun could take me out. Uh, but then there's there's too much law where once again you're choking off people's ability to simply enjoy life. And I always was scared. And you want to talk about something that's scary is how leftist politicians don't give a flying fuck what is in the best interest of society or humanity or the population. They always have to be doing something. And the most recent example of the many is in the Twin Cities, they've banned any new business, a restaurant or whatever. There's no new drive-thrus being built. You can't have any new drive-thrus. Because, and I know the guy, I did a clarity test on him. I looked into him. He's he's younger than me. He's a pansified liberal fucking pussy, uh, pussy yutz. He's never worked a day in his life. And he just wants to do something. When a lot of lawmakers, like the idea of lawmakers is, hey, we've gotten this perfect balance. We don't have too many laws. We don't have too few laws. We've struck the right balance. Now we can go the fuck home. We right. could we could go live our life, but you see, their life is telling yes. other people what to do. Exactly, and majoring, either majoring in political science or public uh, care, public health care, and public health care administration. All these. So you have true tyrants. I, I I wish people on the left who are good, honest people, like your blue collar Democrats, the ones who work for a living, is like, look, these people are uh, your nanny state. These people. They don't give a shit about you or society. They need to tell other people what to do because they're not going to work any other job. And right. so now we can't, I can't have a fucking straw because one turtle had a straw up its nose in California or something like that. And, and so that's, that's, that's where I'm kind of worried about where, where yeah. like, my God. No, it is. Like, it's all, it's all about telling other people what to do. And I think also a big chunk of it is just a result of feminism because you you got all these women coming into politics and you got all these feminized men in politics. Busy bodies. Busy bodies. Yes. But I mean, but, you know, uh, women like to control other things like children. You know, women like to have control. Wait, wait, DT. I'm sorry. And great that, one. Thank God, <laughs> thank God I'm sitting down. Great one. Women like to control things? Yes. No. Women love having control, or at least the illusion of control. But we are, women need to control things. Little children. These, yeah. And you get these women in politics. They don't have children. They don't have oh, a husband. God. They don't have a life. And so they infantize everything around them and everyone around them. And they want to treat the people the citizens, the people they supposedly represent, they want to treat them as children instead of treating them as responsible adults. And that's or, where I think a huge chunk of this comes from. Forget responsible adults. People are sentient it, it, entities who they make a mistake, fine. They fail. They make a good choice, good. They succeed. Hey, bitch, it's none of your fucking business. Leave them the fuck alone. Well, what? and people do learn from mistakes. That's the thing when you, with all, when you get enough regulations that nobody can 
make a choice, which leads to them making a mistake, which leads to them learning from a mistake. Right. right. You just get a dumber population. No, I mean, that's it, not possible with bailouts and student <laughs> loan debt and bank bailouts. No, we're just getting so much smarter right. by the day here. So I mean, the, well, with, I got, like, I got a question. You could have let people, you could have let business owners make their own decisions about how they want to handle it. You know, do you want to shut down your restaurant? Do you want to limit the number of people? Do you want to say, hey, I'm only going to let 50% capacity in my restaurant so I can mm -hmm. seat people two tables apart? Right. Yeah. Right. You know, everyone could have made individual choices and you could have worked out what was working the best. And everybody, but oh, no, it's just, oh, we're going to turn everything off. We're going to shut down all these businesses. Screw everybody. Karen, with her master's degree in public exactly. health administration, needs to fucking finally strut her shit. She needs to feel like she's going to save us. What the now the Colorado governor, he is he, he's a guy. I know that, but I looked him up. He's like a fat fucking he's a cock. He's a pussy. I mean, there's oh, not an yeah, he's just this pasty white dude. Fuck is, is what he well, is. Uh, yeah. Sort he's of. not. Is he a strong rep? Because last I checked, uh, it looked well, like, no, he looks uh, like not uh, to pick on is, him. This is the old no. no I'm I'm just this saying, is older brother podcast. I'm gonna keep right. it uh yeah. under the radar here, but he's right. not a white guy. Uh, but he is pasty. Guy. What? <laughs> oh, you mean he's from my tribe? He's from yes. My tribe? Okay, he's white. He's white. <laughs> no, Genetically, he's white. Uh, no, actually not. But anyway, see, I'm what? trying to keep it on the DL here. I don't want you to get demonetized. Thank you. And Thank he's you. also batting for the other team. In case, yeah, I just don't know if you knew oh, that or not. Oh, is he gay? Not. He is gay. Oh, and I didn't he, know that. And he yeah. is very rich. He made a lot of money in the free market, which he's now shutting down. Right. And he was right. rich before he went into politics. Okay, I but I think. But anyway, well, yes. And he is pasty and chubby. Okay. Why can't he? Because it's not just women that do this. I mean, you get your control freak guys who do it too. Who are all feminized, just who like my feminized. governor. Oh, you're, 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 you're right. You're right. I'm, I'm not. I mean, I'm, you don't see people like Ed Latimer trying to control other people's lives. No, Do you? you don't. No, no, you don't. But that's a that is a astronomical unit away from the governor. I mean, well, Ed Latimer is the complete opposite. Like Ed, saying, the, though, men yeah. like Ed Latimer don't go through life trying to control other people. Right. Cause they yeah. have better things to do. They have better. Right. So that was my question about this governor. All right. So he, he made money in the private sector as an IT guy or something like that. How'd he make his fortune? Um, God, I'm not really sure. He is, he's part owner of some big company, how he got into, I, I don't know exactly. I've, I knew right, a little it, more at one time, but I've but forgotten. Which, which makes it even more sad and depressing. Here's a guy now, maybe him and I don't agree politically, but your right. governor sounds like he did a lot more than the average politician. Like he actually, you know, produced something of value, employed people, created wealth. And, and that's good for him. And, and I'm glad he's rich. But what is the psychology that he's just got to like get in people's faces? And I remember, didn't he sign like the anti-hair discrimination act of Colorado? Mm, I I'm pretty sure it's he. I don't know about this, but I would. Oh, put it past gosh, him. great one. It's if it's in your backyard, you're going to love it. So I'm pretty sure it's him. He signed something into law where he couldn't discriminate against women's hair. Uh, because women's hair, different type of women, logically, obviously, black women have froze. They got thicker, 
you know, I don't know the other way to describe it. You have a, a fro hair it will grow out, which could be sexy on a Pam Greer, if you know what I'm saying. Um, but then they put it into dreads or some other kind of things and they have it, uh, black women have more, um, time investment into doing the quote unquote, their hair to be accepted socially normally. And I, I never thought this was a problem, but apparently it was a big enough problem for black women where they were being discriminated against because they had dreadlocks that their hair was, was natural or a fro. And they, he actually said, I know this sounds so stupid because it is, because I didn't think this was a problem. Like, well, the woman's black. Yeah, she's going to have fro hair and maybe she wants to do dreadlocks. So, so what? So apparently they're claiming they're getting discriminated against because of their hair. Not one okay. guy in this whole thing. Oh, the brothers are fine. Brothers are like, what? <laughs> it's it's the, the women that are in on this. And he signed. There's like this big fed fair and he's sitting there and he's signing this doc. Hang on. Let me look it up. I'm not. No, I'm not uh, this up. Uh, don't bother. I got this. You got it. Okay. House Bill 20-1048, Race, Trait, Hairstyle, Anti-Discrimination Protect, concerning a prohibition against discriminating based on a person's traits that are historically associated with race. Hold on. I thought race didn't exist. Race doesn't exist, but that... Go on. Go on. (laughs) This bill enacts the, quote... Creating a respectful and open world for Natural Hair Act of 2020, also known as the Crown Act of 2020, which, Crown specif- Act. which specifies for purposes of anti-discrimination laws in the context of public education, employment practices, housing, public accommodations, and advertising protections against discrimination on the basis of one's race including traits historically associated with race, such as hair texture, hair type, and a protected, protective hairstyle commonly or historically. Oh my God, I'm going to vomit. Do you under, my point? This is what we've got to do with our time. Way too many fucking laws. This this is what we're doing. Way too many fucking laws. That's a good thing we don't have a pandemic or anything. I mean, if we had a pandemic, I'm pretty sure we would not be concerned with stuff like this. Straws up turtles' noses. Uh, certain women of different races have different types of hair. No shit. And, no way. And, and, yeah. I, oh, I, my God. What? You found something? <laughs> no, 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 no. Just, just the whole thing. Just. Uh, but, I mean, yeah, that's the kind of thing I, Jared Polis would do with his and our government in Colorado. Because I mean, there's no, there's no really significant problems here. There's no giant crime rate, crime rates. Would you just? There's you, you, you have a gal walk in. She's black. She's got a fro. Would you care? Well, I mean, not, not really. I mean, like if she's supposed to be a nurse and she can do nursing, no. If she's supposed to be an engineer and she can engineer, no. Yeah. If she's my waitress and she brought me my drink and it's correct and she my food order is right, no, I don't give a shit. I, I've I don't never care about thought, her hair. I've never thought, oh, that bitch got a fro. <laughs> she got a fro. Why? Well, like, I'm going to yes, discriminate against that, her. That black woman does have a fro. Yes, uh, and that black black guy does have a fro too. You know what? They they have darker skin. Uh, I uh, what? I I just uh, yeah. So I I uh. I guess that is indicative of how far these not—they're Nazis. 
they're fucking Nazis. Maybe not let's kill the Jews sense, but are in terms Nazis. of like how much we're going to, my ego, my desire mm-hmm. to do something to satisfy myself is more important than individual's freedom. And we're going to pass all these anal retentive laws about you can't have plastic bags, you can't have mm-hmm. plastic straws, and hey, you better not discriminate against a woman because of her natural hair uh, type or design or color. It's like, yeah, I wasn't planning on it, dude. Like, how much fucking t- can you? Well, but, not- the, but then, but the also okay. But then the other part of that is, I mean, okay. First of all, if if. If someone says I discriminated against a woman, first of all, you got to prove I discriminated against her. But how do you, in a court of law where this should actually matter, not that it shouldn't matter because it shouldn't be a thing, but like, how do you prove I discriminated against a woman because of her hair? I, I know. See, I mean, and this is the problem with laws, these laws that are completely unenforceable unless you're just delusional or making things up. Well, and the compliance costs that is going to be to yes. the taxpayer because, you know, normally when you talk about compliance costs in terms of regulation or accounting, talk to Chad Elkins. Like if we had a sales tax instead of an income tax, hundreds of billions a year would be wiped out in terms of compliance costs because it's just a sales right. tax that you collect. We don't have to like sit there with this fucking whore, fill out forms. I hear government. Here's mm-hmm. what I think I made. That That is – that's no longer there. Right. But here, think about this. Now, now you're going to require – the prosecution or the defendant or whatever to investigate and look into, did they discriminate against my hairstyle? How much money do you want to pay? How much money do you want to piss away? How much time and effort and energy of the taxpayers do you want to piss away on this? Well, and now you're also literally Hitler in the realm of thought crimes. You know, it's, 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 it's like, well, this is the whole thing is like, okay, if I kill Say, for example, I kill Ed Latimer because we're talking about Ed. Does it matter? And you don't like why? a National Guard and not the real military. It's, but that's I, true. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I'd have to kill him. For I the don't want to piss though. off Ed. Because if he gets close guy. to me, yeah, he's going to slaughter me. But let's say I kill Ed Latimer. Does it matter why? Like, I killed Ed Latimer because of his hair. Well, no, I killed him. There, there's just, he's, he's dead. I'm responsible. Punish me for killing Ed Latimer. Right. But to sit there and try, well, let's figure out why did the great one kill Ed Latimer? What was going through his mind? And all this other crap. I mean, look, either killing Ed Latimer is right or it's wrong. Either I can get away with it or I can't. It doesn't matter why I did it. I I did I, it. Right, right. But the and see, this is where we have a too good in this country and there are so oh, yes. few real problems. And yes. one of the great, one of the great side benefits of the blessed and merciful Corona Chan is I haven't heard one fucking SJW or feminist bitch and whine about their fucking zero world problems. I haven't heard mm-hmm. anything. And it's wonderful because like, Oh yeah, there's actually people dying. This is a real thing. Uh, it takes up all the news. I'm sick and tired of hearing of coronavirus, by the way, right. though, too. But it is such a fresh breath of air that it's like, yeah, your problem that someone didn't respect you because you're a whatever, a sapiopansexual, uh, that, that's that's gone. That right. so with dreadlocks. Yeah. Which well, with dreadlocks, fine. But <laughs> but I just you, now right. on the on the same side of this reverse side of this coin, now you got governors who are like, oh my god, I gotta do something. It's like, how about you don't do anything? 
just shit, just sit there and shut the fuck up and leave yeah. us alone. So, are is uh, what can you do in Colorado? What what is the governor like re- requiring or restricting? Uh, I I mean, right now we're just well, all non-essential businesses, which there's you know there's some terminology for you right. to figure out. I mean, we're still just in the non-essential businesses are shut down. We're supposed to all be staying at home unless we're going out for essential purposes, which again, there's that word that is going to become more defined in the future. And that's just going to end up screwing us in a great way, I think, is when people start deciding what constitutes essential business and businesses and is not an essential business. Mm. Um. But is is it like the Michigan mayor where it's like you're sectioning off parts of aisles within Walmart or is he is he not that level Nazi? Yet? No, no, we're not at that level yet. Although now, I mean, the free the free market is kicking in, in that regards. Like I went to the grocery store a few days ago and they've got a bunch. They, they've got on the ground, they've got arrows on the ground showing right. you which way you're supposed to walk. And like the aisles are all supposed to be one way. Now, the thing is, everybody was completely ignoring it. Right. But that's one of the things. See, this is where I think it's going to go. And I think that eventually this will come from the government where the government is going. Because I don't think I don't think social distancing is going away. This is going to be it's going to be permanent. Like this this is is, a new normal. This is going to be a new virtue signaling. This is going to be a new thing. Remember when American with Disabilities Act kicked in? And everybody yeah. had to rebuild everything to make ramps, ramps and everything like whatever. that. Right, right. That's going to be the new thing. Social distancing, six foot distance isn't going away. And there is going to be a shit ton of money spent rebuilding. Because right now, how do you how do you go to the grocery store? You can't. You're right. You're going to have to build feet away. Thing. Yeah, yeah. Right. You can't because I'm in the grocery store and you're only supposed to go one way down the aisles, which nobody is doing and ignoring. But I think that's going to become mandated. Then you've well, got to figure out how do you keep six feet between people? First of all, you can't do it in the aisles because the aisles are six feet wide. Mm-hmm. But then where do you put the checkout lanes that six people are six people, six feet apart because they're just going down the aisles, right? So none of that works logistically. The grocery stores are going to have to be rebuilt. And here's what I do see the government doing. I see the government putting a limit on the number of people that can say go into a grocery store based on those people staying six feet apart. I but absolutely see that happening. Even even in light that there would be no virus or pandemic. Like let's say the pandemic goes away. Why oh, what's the incentive? Why would uh, they, oh, what's oh, the no, rationale? No, the governor said to, it's not going away. Yeah, but what I I know I'm asking you to speak on his behalf, which is very hard because you have a brain and he doesn't. But how how what reason and rationale? People aren't just gonna say, Oh, distance yourself because reasons, because the governor said yeah, so. Yeah, is, they are. you think they, so? Have you seen, have you talked to a person? Other I, than like, I know, but they can't be that dumb. I mean, I yes, know. yes, they are. Wow. Come on. Yes. That, I, you know me. I'm not Mr. Optimism. You are such I'm an a, optimist. Oh my God. I, Claire, I know compared to this. Yes. You're so optimistic. Oh my God. Yes. Right here. Polis re-itinerated that the virus will be around for a long time. And until there is a vaccine or treatment, what Coloradoans consider, quote, normal life, unquote, will not return. Quote, everyday life will be not what it was, 
But everyday life will be not what it was, but better than it is now. Unquote. Apollo said, and that was in light. That was in light of the virus, though. Yes, but he's right here. It's not going away until there is a vaccine or treatment. Right. Well, the virus will be around for a long time. You could be one hundred percent right. I'm not. I'm not discounting that. I just. We're talking my faith, and this is like 70-30. I'm 70% confident <laughs> the, po- the population won't tolerate this. But you know what, great one? I could totally be wrong. You and know, then if and I wasn't I, depressed before, I'll be really depressed. I'm like, wow, you sheep all do deserve to die. You all I, do need a, a visit from the great and merciful Corona champ. I, man, I would like to be optimistic, but sometimes it's difficult. Now, I will say this, though, on the optimistic side. Who got us into all of this social distancing, quarantine stuff, all that, I'll save you the trouble of trying to guess. It was women because women, boomer women are afraid of dying because that's right. primarily- Well, I guess everybody's afraid of dying. I, no, I was... no, 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 no. Ed Latimer's not afraid of dying. Ed Latimer kicked ass ass. Uh, okay. But... Well, well, he is like our modern day Chuck Norris, isn't he? He is. <laughs> He's our black Chuck Norris. Yes. Of, of the Gen X generation. Correct. In case anybody's wondering, I'm bringing a letter because I'm reading his book, which I'm going to do a review oh, did of you buy, uh, uh, podcast what, what, in the what is dead it? tree form. Uh, what, not caring what other people think is not a superpower. Care, it's a superpower. Yes. Yeah. Great it's a very good book. I'm going to yep. talk about it in the near future. Because we hate it. We hate Ed. Yeah, it's a racist. terrible book. What was the name? What was the name of that book again? Not caring what other people think is a superpower. And you can find that on Amazon, I bet. You can. Oh, okay. And, well, just uh, don't buy yeah. it because we're raised don't buy We don't it. help don't out Ed it. whatsoever because he's black. Absolutely black, not. Right? Do we not go to Amazon. Jeez, you can't read a book by a black man. Book. I know. Jeez, wow. All right, but anyway. I dare you people to buy that book. <laughs> I dare you. Buy that book, pool. Fool. I bet. I bet none of you got the balls to buy a book and read it from a black man. I bet none of you That's got it. Right. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so we, we are where we are because boomer women are afraid of dying. Now, here's the thing. Women and the, the feminine mindset got us into this overreaction. Everybody Man, stay yes, at home. I will, I will grant you that. Now, yes, that mentality has. Yes. That same thing might get us out of this because here in Colorado and other places, but here in Colorado, one of the things they shut down is the hair salons and the nail salons. Correct. Now, how long do you think women are going to be able to go without getting their hair done? I've already seen on the interwebs women like posting, will you come to my house and do my hair? Will you come to my house and do my nails for me? Mm-hmm. So, I- you know, it, it might women's need for attention and validation and all of this stuff might be what gets us out of the quarantine. It it could be. I uh, I think I'm. I know this is going to sound crazy. I'm a little bit more optimistic that there are saner heads prevailing. I think it's an overreaction, no doubt. But um, I don't think. Oh, excuse me. It is not just going to be solely women. I think if people are cooped up much longer, they're going to start violating these these requests, and the government's going to have to start forcing down laws. And then people are going to say, "No, let's have it. Let's have the maximum. Let's peak." We're done with this. We're done putting our lives on hold. We're done tanking the economy. Let's peak. Who dies, dies. If I get it, fine. But I'm sick and tired of staying at home. So I think that's probably a more powerful force than... Now, women are part of that force where it's like, 
I mean, oh gosh, I was talking to Jack Napier. Um, he was talking about how wasn't people he was working with. I think he had a friend where the women who are, this is like, keep in mind a week. This is a week into their quarantine over in the Netherlands or whatever country it is that Germany invades every time it wants to go to France first, uh, whatever country he's in. But they were crying on the meeting on Zoom or Skype or whatever because they can't stay at home. It's driving them nuts. So I think <laughs> that that's going to certainly be more than a couple snowflakes that causes an avalanche. But I, I would disproportionately, maybe women will get us out of it. But I think people are just going to be, in general, the population is going to be sick and tired of it be like no get me the fuck out of here right because i'm I'm, we don't have that draconia of lockdown measures here in the twin cities or or minnesota in general but i'm i'm already like god damn it i just want to go to a restaurant and have somebody serve me some goddamn food right yeah um let's bang out some super chats real quick here so i don't fall too far behind ray john lebrando for five canadian dollars i support medicare for all living wage environmentalism and wealth redistribution good good for him I support a living wage. Do you support a living wage, great one? Absolutely. Do you support you having to earn it? Yeah. Do you support being a good steward of the environment? Absolutely. Yeah. I'm with you on that. Yeah. 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 Now, I mean, I'm totally against killing sea turtles with plastic bags, but I mean, the grocery stores are all forcing me to use plastic bags. They said, I can't bring my own reusable bag Mm -hmm. because they're worried about dying. And so these people who work in these grocery stores, they're putting themselves above the lives of sea turtles. And I've never seen anything so selfish. I think you should be willing to die for a sea turtle. If you're not willing to die for a sea turtle, you're not a good steward of the environment and you're not a good liberal like I am because I care. Um, Medicare for all, are you for giving other people your money that didn't earn it? For no reason, no. you just give them their money. All right. And wealth redistribution. No. You remember all the time, this finite life you have and the time mm-hmm. you've sacrificed working at Whalen Butani? Mm-hmm. Uh, should you just give other people who don't want to work that hard? Oh, yeah, know? absolutely. They should just oh, okay. come. They should just get however much of my stuff they want. Let's, I, let's, so- let's <laughs> translate what yeah. Rage I said. I support a living wage, environmentalism, and parasitism. Yes. That's what he's got there. All right. Now, I hope we did not have too many donations, so I'm not too far Um. On the donation. Uh, there's Ray John. Good. All right. Syndicate Chief for two bucks. Uh, Debian Ubuntu, which are Linux operating systems, correct? Yes. Uh, is better than Arch. Is that also a Linux? That's also a system? Linux. Oh, so, okay. Which is yeah, he's, he's I think he's trolling me because he knows I'm a Gentoo <laughs> user. Um, so, no, actually, Gentoo is way better than Debian and Ubuntu because this thing where I got to type in my super user password every time I want to do something and I don't have an actual super user account, even when I create one, it actually won't let me run things as root. I mean, no, actually Debian Ubuntu kind of sucks balls, but it's good for low intelligence people that can use Windows and want to transition into Linux because it's like Windows. That, yeah, point click. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah what about exactly. Mint? Is Mint still? A, I liked Mint when I had it, but that was over ten. Yeah, years Mint, ago. Mint is a Debian slash Ubuntu kind of clone. Okay. I'm okay. I'm actually doing this on a computer using Mint right now. Okay. I mean, I I like it for things like this where it's it's easy to install and you can get things done. But for actual power use and figuring out what you're doing, Gentoo is the way to go. So oh. go away, cynic. Go ride a roller coaster. Or something. He's he's a, he's a computer genius. He knows yeah, exactly I know. what he's doing. He's he's yeah, top notch, man. He's top. Uh, Judd Grover for five bucks. Cappy, when you do make the White Shaft movie, <laughs> please have him played by Gilbert Godfrey with a cameo of John Cleese's Wakanda's Black Panther. I, I 
but see now here i was talking uh well wait were you on the conversation of this no i don't think you, so me and Chet, maybe it was somebody else but um I was thinking if we're going to do white shaft, you know, if we're really mm-hmm. going to skewer the liberals who change everything, it has to be a white female, right. don't you think? It can't just be oh, a white. Yeah, guy. no. If you're trying to like reimagine it or whatever they call right. it nowadays, yeah, you got to have a white female, a white female, or a white transsexual. Nah, I, I don't know. Well, but, now you're right. That actually wouldn't be as good. It's got to be a white female. Though he John offers some interesting characters: or Gilbert Gottfried as white chef. Oh my goodness. <laughs> With the drug deals, um, John Cleese would almost make a better shaft because of his British accent. But I, I, uh... oh no, he's saying John Cleese to do a uh, to do uh, Black Panther Black the movie. Panther. Yeah. Oh, okay. I see. I see. I think we need well, like a what? Yeah. No. He's, yeah. He's saying John Cleese. John Cleese. God, I can't talk. Playing Black Panther doing a cameo in the movie. So yeah, no, John Cleese is Black Panther. I get that. That is very funny. He's too tall. Um, he's too good. I, uh, to do Black Panther, you need, okay, here's how you throw it back in the liberals. Fit. You have the most effeminate white guy who's gay, like the most flam, <laughs> but he has got boas. Hello, everyone. Oh. So you mean <laughs> my governor? Wakana. Yeah. Jared, but, Jared Bullis. More, more. Chubby, pasty, flabby. <laughs> no, like the, that, uh, the, the guy who does makeup on YouTube, who has a billion followers because he, he's like a 17-year-old kid who does makeup. Like get that guy to do uh, the Black Panther. And then White Shaft, who would we have? It's got to be female. It's got to be – she could play a ditzy dumb blonde. Um, I don't know who. I'm, uh, we, we could get some great actress who can, like, pull it off. But that's that's how we got to do White Shaft. has to be white and female and dumber than fuck. And then with a cardigan. And then <laughs> uh, Black Panther has to be a, 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 like, super flamboyant gay white dude. To do the with – the, with the boa. Doing his nails and being all worried about – yeah, I think that would be – um, Ray John Lebrando again for two Canadian dollars. Tax cuts do more damage than good. Well, let's just jack up taxes to one hundred percent, right? Yeah, so that works. That would do the ultimate amount of good. I, you know, uh, Ray John again for five bucks. Reagan tax cuts didn't work. A uh, great one. Do you remember uh, going from the seventies during Carter into <laughs> yes. the eighties? Ray sure John do. wasn't alive. Do you no. remember that? Oh my god. Was it better in the 80s or worse? Sure was. Oh, my God. The 80s were a godsend. Yeah, they were. The Federal Reserve just had the interest rates cut and GDP went up. By the way, there was 3% GDP under Clinton when he raised taxes. You mean 3% growth? You got you to gotta use key words here, Ray John. Uh, Reagan's tax cuts absolutely did work. The economy was booming under Reagan. I think it even had one, they posted one quarter of 10%, like double digit growth uh, for one quarter, but we're talking like sixes and sevens. That is a, that's the last time the economy truly boomed. Since then we've had good economies, but we haven't had a booming economy, like sectors maybe, but not the entire economy. Uh, and Clinton, yeah, he, uh, he did raise taxes and GD, we had a good economy under Clinton. Uh, but a lot of that was due to the internet because that was when the internet was coming along. And I don't know if you remember the end of the Clinton administration, but it ended with a big dot-com bubble bursting. Uh, so a lot of that, well, not a lot, but some of that GDP 
not the majority. There was legitimate ser serious economic growth going on under Clinton as well. But Clinton really didn't raise taxes that much either. Uh, not as much mm -hmm. as Reagan uh, cut it. But I'm glad you have two data points, Ray John. You've just convinced me with two data points with two presidents. <laughs> that, yeah, let's all go tax everyone right. at 100 percent. Yeah. Well, Can I've always been of the opinion that the president doesn't control the economy anyhow. But now, what? I mean, obviously I was wrong. Right. I mean, obviously, the president of the United States has total control over every aspect of the economy and everything that happens in the economy is totally dependent Only on the president. One guy. One guy. One guy. Twenty million. Fuck him. Not wait, why are the one rest guy. of us even working? The president could just create money for everyone magically. Yeah. Hey, great one. Why can't yeah. we just print off more money? Well, actually, we we are. Oh, money printer okay, goes good. first. Yeah, this is end That's up exactly what we're doing. <laughs> And we're going to use it to pay all the people that the government put out of work. Uh, nonstop Dre 360 for $2. Thoughts on joining the Freemasons? Uh, I'm not against it. I, I uh, had a tour and I know a couple Masons and they've brought me to some of their meetings, not meetings, but some of their activities are open to the public. Nice, great group of guys. Just not my cup of tea. Um, it, it, it It's not culty. Oh, it's a cult. It's not a cult. It's, it's a group of established uh, genuine concerned citizens doing what's best for society. And it's, it's a brotherhood group. It's a little over restrictive, a little bit over rules, a lot of rules, a lot of um, uh, formula, a lot of uh, process and procedure. Whereas the Eagles or um, the fraternal order of the uh, Elks or whatever they seemed a little bit more relaxed, but almost too relaxed in that regard because, like, yeah, it's just a bar and it's a private bar. That's all it really is. So, uh, I think Dre, uh, given your intellect and a fact, you're stamming a little bit more serious than you. Yeah, maybe, maybe it's your cup of tea. I, I know. You ever do anything with the Freemasons? They're a great one. Uh, no, I have not. So, I have no informed opinions about them at all. Yeah. What about. Since you are a vet, I mean, do you ever go to like VFW or the American Legion at all? Or is that just not, is that old people that do that now or what? I think it's mostly old people. I haven't been to one in ages. There is one here in the People's Republic of Fort Collins, but I haven't been there in many, many years. When I did go there, yeah, it was mostly just old people, which I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. Those are the old people I like, you know, the ones who fought in wars and mm. survived things and aren't sitting around whining about how they might die one day because they came to grips with that when they were in a trench somewhere. Right. But you've but, never you've never had the poll like, oh, these are vets. I'm a vet. Maybe I go there. And, and, and there's like you at least have that in common. Mm. No, I really haven't. Because huh. I love it. I love going to VFWs and American sure. legions like when when it's open to the public because right. it's cheap drinks. Everyone's fun. Everyone has a good time. And yes. Um, I just figured maybe it'd have an appeal to the military veterans. Rob Fogolsky for 1099 because he is part of the 1099 superior race. Oh, okay. 1099 are here. I need classical music, bottle of Jameson, and hours of Bugs Bunny cartoons just to get over what some people post on Facebook every day. <laughs> so true. Dude, I, I have, like, seriously, I only oh, use this God. to, uh, Tweet stuff out and Facebook it out. That's it. I can't. Yeah. And I love most Man. of the people that are, but I can't, I can't watch it no more. I, yeah. It's too and, and Facebook, I think Facebook is just one of the worst. It's like, I, mean, I guess they're all bad, but just when I get on Facebook, which is about three times a year, this stuff I see just, oh, I, I just, 
like why do I like these people? I just I have to get away from it. But, but it's it's not it's probably these people at their worst. But keep in mind, a lot of right. these people are just bored out of their especially now. Like they don't have anywhere to go for a job, and all they got is Facebook. You know, um, I I just don't. Yeah, because God I, God forbid they educate themselves or clean their house or improve themselves or do push ups or write a book or listen to my podcast or yeah. Yeah. God forbid they do anything productive with all this free time. No, let's go on Facebook and post memes about how Donald Trump is literally Hitler. You know how to get the economy booming like Reagan esque booming, not Bill Clinton booming. Uh, but Reagan esque booming is if women started losing weight, like they just started going walking and working out so that when the, everyone gets their jobs back, the husband's like, damn, I'm going to go make some money for my woman. I'm going to get her a nice new dress. We're going to go out for dinner in a hotel. Uh, but that's just me. That's just me. Because what do I know about economics and why men work? I, what do I know? Yeah. Uh, I'm not wondering else, if there's going to be a divorce boom after this. There already is. It's already <laughs> happening. <laughs> All right. it's, it's already happening. I, it's going to happen. Uh, uh, Cappy Cass, much needed. Pumpkin Swaddler is better than greater than governor Poland. Yes, that is true. Anything's better than governor Poland. Uh, Judd Grover again for two bucks. Emperor Cuomo is holding New York hostage until five 15. That's May 15th. It's a month Ooh. from now. Oh, God. I'm not it's, surprised. All these Democrats, all these, and you could even say like Republican types too, but mainly your career politicians who've never ran a business, never supported themselves. Mm -hmm. And they just think, we we want this. It's our time now. We just have a government program. It's like, dude, let them open up. It's just. (sighs) All right. Uh, Syndicate chief for two bucks. Cappy's optimism is to the great ones as Chad is to Cappy. Yeah, I guess I guess you are uh, even uh, less optimistic than me. Yep, because Elkins is very idealistic. He he's a young boy who still has ideas. Yeah, he's still a young and he has, he's he's thinking old. good thoughts. Remember the last girl he dated? It's like this this might be the one. I'm like, nope, oh, it's not. No, 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 no. This my oh, well, look how naive and wonderful oh, I am. This yeah. might be the one. Did okay. you bring your flowers? <laughs> no, he he's not that dumb. He he's okay. experienced in that. But the the act, like, oh my gosh, this might be the one. I'm like, okay, kid, just calm the fuck down. It, 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 <laughs> and it wasn't that bad. I'm, I'm busted. Right, we know, we know. Yeah, but but he was like, he had hope. He he had hope. I'm yeah. like, oh, see how this one goes. And he's got hope on this next one. But after the previous one, his hope is is checked a little bit. It's go it's slowly going down. We're slowly turning him into a Sith Jedi. We're a dark Jedi is. knight. He's gonna become one of us. He'd be very bitter but accurate all the time. Uh, Dr. Oatmeal for five bucks. Cappy, could the government find some kind of taxation opportunity in public virus crises, such as a vaccination tax? Well, yeah, it could. Sure. The government Uh, can always find taxation opportunities. Right. If you're the world's reserve currency, like we are here in the United States, yes, now is the the United States government absolutely should be printing off all the fucking money at once. We should be buying up every public corporation, every productive asset in the world, like, ah, hey, Who's the big private D with all the nuclear weapons? United States. And they're like, um, we're printing off our dollars. You all want it. And our yeah. number one competitor is China. They're not doing so well. So we're going to buy up all the companies, not you know 49% so we don't run them. And then um, we're just going to make a lot of fucking money at the end. I think I, this is one of the best things to happen to uh, federal finances. 
but we're putting off money and quote investing it in the children's, which means we're just pissing it away. So it's not going to do right. it. But we, we really seriously should have been and right now, but Trump won't listen to me because, well, he doesn't know who I am. He should be putting off trillions more and buying up stocks. I, he should have done that last week or last month when it was 35% off, but. Oh yeah. That's not what's going to happen. Uh, Dr. Oatmeal for another dollar 99. Where did the black Panther party go? There's still the Black Panthers, isn't there? It's a podcast I've tuned into every once in a while. Hmm. I mean, yeah, I think they're still active as an organization. Yeah, it's hang on, we'll look it up. Black Panthers. Black Panther Party. Uh, political position far left. Why does it always have to be far left? Like, just just hear me out on this. Environmentalism should that have anything to do with left right? No. Or feminism? Like, it's women's right. That's your case. That's your cause. All right. But then you would have equal amounts of, you know, capitalist, feminist, and socialist mm-hmm. feminist because that's a separate line. Same thing with uh, environmentalism. Oh, yeah, you should have conservative, Republican, libertarian environmentalists who are for the environment, and you should have common. But it's always far left. It's always other people's money. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which, which frankly, I don't believe then in what you say your party is. It's not environmentalism. It's not feminism. It's not the Black Panthers. It's something to hide your desire to take other people's money away from. Oh, it's the discrimination. Oh, it's the it's the women's rights. Oh, it's for the advice. Like, no, you just want other people's money. Uh, I think it's still up. Um, there's a Wikipedia entry, but there's no BlackPanther.org, which is interesting. Hmm. Uh, it was a revolutionary political organization founded by Bobby Seale and Huey Newton in Oakland, California, active in the United States from 66 until 82. Oh, maybe it's, maybe it's not anymore. Maybe that it's over. I thought there was always a, I thought it was always a group. Yeah. I, I thought, thought they always, were still doing stuff also. I guess 82 was like when it officially ended, maybe there's some people who still, you know, believe in the black Panther. And what podcast was I listening to? So there's people who still believe in the ideology of the political cause. Uh, there's just no official Black Panther Party, I guess. No political party, anyway, registered with the government or something like that. <clears throat> oh, my goodness. Look at all this money coming in. Great one. It's terrible. This is so horrible. This is so horrible. Um, yeah, so Dr. Oldman, where, where did the Black Panther Party go? I, I guess it, it just uh, dissolved, I, I guess is the correct term. A nonstop Dre for two bucks. Cappy thinks that most people ain't that dumb laughing. Dre. Uh, I, yep. <laughs> yep. Even Dre. Cappy you got Dre on your faith. side, man. Yeah. Cappy still yeah. has faith in some people. Uh, Samantha Begsy, Bigsy, uh, for 100 Norwegian kroners. Let's look up what the kroner. NOK to dollar. I think it's one to five. Oh, it's one to 10. So we divide by 10. No, uh, that's 10 bucks. All right. Thanks. Uh, do you have a business plan? Love Norwegian Somali. Oh, Samantha, Norwegian Somali. See, I love that when he's quote unquote on the other team, but he's a conservative or libertarian type. I, I, what's that gotta be like to be a, a conservative African immigrant in, in Nor- uh, Norway? <laughs> like, your entire culture is like one way, and then, but you're like, uh, no, these dudes are right. Uh, no, we, we should totally. Oh, that'd be so interesting. 
And then for another uh, 100 Norwegian kroners, uh, F, uh, fuck Ilian Omar. She has a white boyfriend, girl boss. Oh, did she get, she married her brother so he could get a citizenship. She married did she her marry brother? her? Ilian or something like that, Omar. I, I have not really paid attention to the politics. Me either. She's, she is a communist, spoiled brat, piece of fucking shit. Her dad came here. He drove taxi. He's legit. Uh, but then the uh, University of Minnesota system just could not suck her dick enough to show how not racist we are uh, with her, uh, let's say, a husband. And I think she married a white dude. What Holy kind of shit. hair does she have? She has. She's had three boy, three husbands now. Tim, Tim, my net, Tim, my net. I don't know. He looks like a bearded Minneapolis douchebag. Uh, there's, there's. No, it's like it's like picking on um, AOC's boyfriend, who is also a pansified douchebag. I, I don't. And and you know what? It's not his. He didn't run. He's he, although I bet she is politically active. I I just kind of. So what? She's got a white boyfriend. So what? Us white guys, we're like at the top of the list on the dating thing, according to the, what was it? Uh, seeking or not seeking arrangement? What's the other? That's, that's okay, a, Cupid. Okay, Cupid. Remember they came out with that yeah. color grid. Yeah, yeah, like white males were the most sought after. I'm like, well, that's fucking news to me. You know. <laughs> <laughs> you look at the numbers and it's like the East Indians are like dead fucking last. I'm like, oh, I feel so mm-hmm. bad for my East Indian buddies. That's uh who and here's here's the other thing, Samantha. Do you think she really married him because she loves him? I mean, there's obvious an ulterior motive that she yeah. married some guy to get him immigration. I mean, the I the woman's not capable of love, she's only capable of parasitism. A cynic in chief two bucks use pseudo s or pseudo bash to get to the root shell you know what he's talking about with linux i do okay is that a joke uh no no that's factual but so cynic but the thing is like in mint i want to run the package we're gonna get out geek here i want to run the package manager as root so i don't have to type in my password every damn time i want to install something so i log in as root and i try to run the package manager and it won't let me run the package manager as root i have to run it as a user and then type in the password over and over and over and i'm like okay this is just windows we we've taken linux and we've evolved it into windows Congratulations on going backwards. I don't know how you and Cynic in Chief and all the other Linux experts don't have like pussy 24-7, man. I don't know how you guys aren't getting laid all the time with your your knowledge of Linux. (laughs) That was pretty, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's that's do you think most women even know what unless there's a woman who's actually in the IT? Like, yeah, yeah, I use Linux. Like, huh? Well, women these days don't even care. They don't really have computers, they just have cell phones. And if they have a computer, it's an Apple computer that their daddy bought for them because you know what, nothing's too good for my little princess. What shocks me, you know, maybe Dre's right. Maybe I'm still too optimistic. You're so optimistic. But you're right because I've known some really good looking gals. I'm like, well, what's your email address? Send, do this thing on the internet, which requires a computer. Well, I don't have a computer. I'm like, I don't have what a do computer. you mean you don't have a computer? Well, I got my app or not app. I got my cell phone, cell phone. and my tablet. You got a tablet. And I know several girls, and it may be a shocker to you, great one. They're pretty good looking. 
They don't have oh. computers. I'm like, how do yeah. you get through this life without a fucking computer? Oh, I know. Yeah. I know quite a few people who don't have computers. They do everything on their cell phone. And I don't know about you, great one, but I like a desktop. I like to be able to sit down. It's like my command chair. I feel like Captain Kirk, you know, like a laptop. Okay. I'm mobile and I do my thing and I can answer emails while I'm at the airport or whatever, but mm -hmm. I like a desktop. I like this setup. I got now I got my little microphone here. It's all, I don't know. It feels cozy. Yeah. And, and when I, when I have my uh, recording studio in South Dakota, uh, I am going to have a desktop. <clears throat> I'm going to have a desk, bigger one than this one. I'm going to have a nice, oh, dude, I'm pimping this thing out. <laughs> oh, God, I'm so, just... the contractor guy gave me the quote, and it came in a little bit higher than I would like, and I was sitting there like, well, I, I'm like, no, fuck it, build it. I'm done. Build the fucking thing. I'll go to the bank and get the money. Uh. Dr. Oatmeal for four ninety nine. It's hard to believe, but Michael Jackson would be a boomer if he were still alive today. Yes, it's true. He would. He would be a boomer. Younger he boomer. He, he'd be a boomer. Uh, Samater, Bixi, uh for fifty Norwegian kroners. We don't claim that anymore. Uh, what do you, What don't you claim? Um, that the the immigrants are leftist in Norway. Or he doesn't claim Ilian Omar. <laughs> I bet you. <laughs> we don't claim it's not one of us. No, no. It's <laughs> he, he doesn't claim that you uh, can't run the package manager as root in Linux. Oh Mint. wow. Okay. Okay. Don't get Baldonian on here. He's a he's a <laughs> Linux user too. Uh, Bacon for five fifty six. Our other black friend. Okay. So oh, we have two black friends. Too. So we're neither we have two black friends. Two guys. Now we're not racist. Uh, so we are sexist because we don't have any black female friends. Dude, there's yet. been a ton of gals coming into the shows recently. Um, I don't know if they're legit, you know, or if it's right, a guy, right. you know, or Ahmed or, or Vladimir with a female yeah. avatar, but I, I yeah. think they're legit. There's, there seems to be a lot of gals tuning in. Uh, for 556, speaking of which, new show is up complete with some new fixes along with me ranting about my own audio quality and the PNW. Uh, Pacific Northwest dating wasteland. Wow. I'm going to tune into that. <laughs> nice. You ever listen to Bacon at the goddamnbacon.com? Oh, yeah. .com? yeah. I Bacon, love doesn't, how, Bacon doesn't listen to me. Told him stop putting multiple podcasts on one post. Even told him Bacon, I'll tell you how to fix that. But no, nope. Said Bacon, send me an email. I'll explain it to you. No, oh no, Bacon doesn't want any help. Fine. Speaking of boomers who don't understand technology, <laughs> remember, remember how much teeth pulling it was to get Adam Piggott to convert wave files into MP3s. Yeah, he's a he's an honorary boomer. He's not well the way he drives. Yeah, he's an honorary yeah. female boomer. He's old grandma lady as far as I'm concerned. Anyway, so I I downloaded a bunch. Of, I I'll binge on Pig and I'll do like ten at a shot, and then I'll go mm -hmm. do something else, and then like three, four, five weeks go by, and I'll get a bunch of other Piggott stuff. Um, he needs to boost his audio uh, volume. His volume is very low. So if I'm outside running and it doesn't even have to be windy, I can, I can barely hear him. So I'm like jacking up the volume. So what I do now is when I download him or I used to download, uh, what's his name? Uh, Chris Beckloff. For whatever reason, the recording settings are very low uh, volume. So I increase the volume in uh, gold wave and I can actually hear Piggott. Um, but if you don't boost the volume, he sounds like he's an NPR. Oh, good day, mate. And today we're going to talk about stinky armpits. Do your armpits stink? Mine don't, because I spend $300,000 on deodorant. Unlike that Clary fella who uses his Irish, Irish spring. spring. Irish spring. Irish spring. Bloody hell. 
<laughs> who we can find at pushingrubberdownhill.com. Oh you did read his book, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Great book. Great book. Great Pushing book. Rubber Downhill, available on paperback. Very good Google. book. Yeah. Uh, also, Sinlib Soch, a permanent sponsor of the show. Oh, oh, that's right. He does mention you a lot. Yeah, he plugs you on the show. Um, Thanks, Bacon. Yep, yep. Nonstop trade for two bucks. Only any only male groups you recommend joining? Um, <clears throat> not really. I'm, I'm not against male only groups, but there's just not that many. And your fraternal orders, your brotherhood orders, like the Elks or the Eagles or the Masons, are, are certainly some to join. Uh, I strongly recommend every guy find a cigar lounge because pretty much an all guy group. Sometimes women are let in and they're really cool, but that's something that you're not swearing an oath or sacrificing a goat and drinking its blood or whatever the hell other uh, cultists do, which they don't do, by the way. Um, yeah, cigar lounge is what I recommend. Uh, that's probably your best, most interesting, most elite group of honorable men you're going to find is the cigar lounge. Yeah, probably so. Ray John for another two Canadian dollars. How many hours of video games a day is good? I don't know, an hour max. I, I can't play much more than an hour a day. Yeah. Do you even play video games, Great One? Every, every once in a while. Mm-hmm. I, I've got, I just recently set a bunch up on this computer to, to play video games, and but I haven't played that much. So, What do you yeah. play, RPGs or just kind of like uh, adventure games? I don't see you as like a first-person shoot-em-up guy. I I don't mind first push, first person shooters. They can be fun. I'm I'm not great at them. My best the thing I like the best is what do you call it? Uh, uh, real uh, like the oh, time, time turn based. Yeah. Well, no, those are good too. I don't mind yeah. that. Like your RPGs where you're turn based things, but yeah. the real time strategy. Like for anyone who knows them, the Command and Conquer series. Sure. Command and Conquer and Red Alert, like those things. Civilization. Yeah, civilization, that side of thing. I don't mind. Yeah, yeah city builders can be fun too. Mm. I played one called Pharaoh, where you're, uh, you know, controlling a city in Egypt, and you got to do your trade and build Pharaoh and, and all that other stuff. <laughs> How did they spell it? I don't know, Pharaoh. Pharaoh or Pharaoh? Oh, whatever. Is hey, that man. is that theater? Is that your southern yes. accent coming in? It's oh, you, in Texas they call Pharaoh. it Pharaoh. It's a Pharaoh. Get the Pharaoh. I thought it was like a the very Pharaoh. flamboyant Pharaoh. Like, hello everybody. I'm Tutankhamen. Common. Hello. Oh, dude, Put a pyramid was... over there. And a pyramid over there. there. Oh my goodness, the Hittites are coming. Oh, <laughs> girlfriend, just go deal with them. You <laughs> should. <laughs> Dude, there's a cut. Dude, somebody who's got better artistic than me. There's got to be a cartoon about a gay pharaoh. Kind of. That that's a great idea. Kind of on the level of humor as Venture Brothers or Archer. You go, <laughs> there's a gay pharaoh. That would be great. I'd tune into that. It's funny. That is Just, so he's, funny. Yeah, he's got to manage the you know the slaves. Uh, I don't know what era you'd want. Uh, it would be. I'd be. There's something to run with Hollywood. A gay pharaoh. You know, he's just like, my goodness. So many choices. Thanks. What is thanks? Oh, God. Yeah. And he could have like this beleaguered, tired uh, visor. Right. He's an advisor, but there was a yeah, visor, advisor, right? And he was the number two guy who would, he would uh, sir, I don't think that's a good idea. Like, so he'd have this shit together. 
and and the the gay pharaoh would be of the most wonderful well intentions and it just i could totally yes yes i could totally see it you got a lot of work with there guys a lot to work with to pharaoh work with. <laughs> oh. <laughs> homeschool time 777 tj has magic computer it's rubs one out while you podcast by the look on his face he's taking offers tertiary benefit he is also selling lotion what tj martinell <laughs> i don't know what's going on here this one's this one's above my now i gotta go watch his his podcast <laughs> I gotta see what he's got. Not stop Dre for two bucks. Yes, you are too optimistic, and I'm only 23, laughing my ass off. Yeah, see now, this guy was in the Marines, and he saw action, I think, and uh, uh, and he's more pessimistic. I'm I'm too optimistic for. Okay, no, you yeah. you could be right, Dre. You could be right. Um, bacon for five fifty six. Got to go pick up and change a tire. Another task millennials and Zoomers probably can't do. Gosh, ain't that the truth? I'll email the great one later about the upload limit on the site. Bacon, drop the bleeping $100 a year on not not SoundCloud. Go like Podbean or something, and you don't have to deal with this ever again. Uh, that's it. Um, you want to take a break there, great one, and then um, i got to go through some sponsors or whatever. Yeah, uh, sure. Because I, I also have an article. You got any articles on your piles there that is interesting? Oh God! You God! You put in these qualifiers. Interesting. Define interesting. Well, one you saved. Obviously, you wouldn't. You wouldn't read a yeah, non-interesting I got, I got, one. I got thousands of them. Okay, let's grab right. one of the older ones and see where they are now. But let me let me pause, take a break here. I'll come back. <laughs> oh, right. All right. Let me see. Right, okay. Yeah, everyone, take a break. Potty break. Everyone take a break. Uh, <clears throat> let's get through the rest of bacon keeps donating. And so out of the goddamn bacon, seriously, guys tune in, uh, to bacon show. It's great. Uh, I enjoy it because he'll play symphonic music. That's when he's not recording in parks at 3 AM while drinking rum. He drinks rum. If I recall correctly, Bacardi 151, is that it bacon? Um, and it's real cool. It just meandering thoughts of a middle-aged dude. He's a little bit younger than me. Um, and he's in the Pacific Northwest, and it sucks to be there. Uh, but he he does need to just get a Podbean account and do that. Uh, gotta go bacon for another two twenty three homeschools talking about last masculine geek show. I'll have to watch it. I'll have to watch it. I didn't know what TJ was looking like. <laughs> and the great one flushes. Oh, that's great. <laughs> Oh, God, I love my job. <laughs> this is professional. If you guys want to know how to become a professional podcaster, I will tell you. Actually, the great one's been doing podcasting for 15 years. So he has quite the archive if you're looking to it. A little, little racy. A little, uh, little extreme, but that's why I like it. Uh, bacon for another 223. Margarita in a flask or bourbon. Okay. We'll email you too. All right, good. Um, 
Let me do, let's get some sponsors out of the way. Academiccomposition.com. I haven't plugged uh, Alexi in a while, but I, I go to academiccomposition.com, especially now that things, everything's going online. Uh, and have him and his writing staff write your college papers for you. There's no reason you should be writing your papers. I know it sounds unethical, but it's unethical. They're forcing you to take all these liberal arts classes. They have nothing to do with your major. And your TAs don't give a shit. They're making their 16 bucks an hour. They're, they're up to their eyeballs in student loan debt. Uh, they hate you. They hate their lives. They probably cheated as well. And I know a couple of people who are getting doctorates that ended up paying for this service. All right. So all the academia is this big ass hurdle bullshit. So why don't you be smart and outsource the shit you don't want to do? Now, if you're like in accounting, yeah, go and study your accounting. But when you got to take Marxist uh, dick sucking studies, uh, no, you don't have to do that. So be smart. Outsource things like corporations do. Go to academic composition and have Alex write your papers for you. Alex is also always hiring people to write as well and to do marketing as well they're not fun jobs they're not glamorous jobs you can do them from home and so if you just got laid off as a you know you're one of the unfortunate wait service god bless you guys i i hey great one you there yeah i'm back did you have any idea how much you'd miss or appreciate the service industry now that it's gone oh i've i've always had appreciate well not always i mean when i was in the womb i didn't but (laughs) I've always I've had appreciation for service industry for a long time because I worked in a restaurant. I uh, I always try to tip twenty percent, you know. And if yeah. a bad tip is like ten or fifteen, and a good tip, I'll tip thirty percent, sure. you know. Uh, but now, it, it's not only the fact that they're trying to get through, even though the vast majority of them are Marxists. I get that, <clears throat> right? But they're young. They they got to make ends meet. I was there one time. I understand. I'm willing to toss an extra 20% standard uh, for that. Now, without them, I, I, I really underappreciated them, and I may even increase to a third of a, of a um, tip because it's so nice to have other people bring your food out for you, fix it for you, prepare it for you. And most staff in the United States is really good. You ever been to Europe and have someone wait on you? No. Holy shit. It's like a government union. Nothing. I mean, the American weight person, the average American weight staff, the average American service industry worker is a professional. They are exceptional on the global scale. Uh, there, there is no comparison. And a lot of it is that tipping. So I think now that they've been gone and, you know, you don't appreciate it until it's gone. I think when they come back, I might, I might jack up, uh, you know, a quarter or a third uh, of a tip is industry standard. Um, nonstop Dre for three, uh, for $2. How you podcast without a degree in podcasting? Uh, Dre, I'm not a real <laughs> podcaster. We're not professionals. No, we're, we're not, not real, right. but well, I don't have my doctorate in podcasting. See, but for a mere $120,000, you could go to Middlebury school over in Vermont or New Hampshire or whatever the, the pussies of America send their worthless, degenerate blue bud children. Um, you could probably get a doctorate in podcasting. Then you'll only, then you'll know how to podcast. Then you'll know how to do that. Um, you got an article? Cause I have one. Uh, you go ahead. I'm looking through a pile to see if I got anything good. Well, here, this is, this is, uh, well, keep, keep your mind. Cause I want to ask you a serious question. Okay. Does it annoy you when people say thank you for your service? 
Like to me or in general? Yeah, I mean, when they find out that you were in the military, like, oh, thank you for your service. Does that annoy you or you just kind of, oh, yeah, thanks, man. I mean, I'm not saying it annoys you greatly and want to punch them. Yeah, I'm pretty neutral on that. I've had people say that a few times to me when they find out. I mean, yeah. Okay. Well, let me ask you this. What is your definition of a hero? Well, I would say Adam Piggott, but now that I've seen his driving, I can't say that's Piggott? true anymore. Piggott's a hero? <laughs> He's going on the hero's journey. I don't know if I call him a hero. I have very high standards for a hero, by the way. I'm just kind of curious what your requirements or your, your bullet point list is. Boy, I don't know that I've really ever sat down and thought about what the bullet point list is. Well, let me give you an example, okay? So I know a guy who had his life at risk and was the first responder. He's a cop to a Mm. national news story. This made it all over the place. A lot of people died and he was the first responder and he got the highest medal you can get in the the United States without being in the military. Um, He was at risk. He had to kill people. He's a real fucking hero. And I guess the only requirement that I have is that like you put your life at real risk Mm-hmm. like it was in the heat of the shit and there was like a 50 50 chance you might make it out. Okay. I think facing death going into a situation where it's like, this is like blackjack. This is like roulette. I got a 48% chance and whether you come out of it or not, that doesn't mean not that you're a hero, but to be called a hero, this is the, I don't know, paradox. You need to make it out of it. Like you needed to have one to become the hero. So you need to live, you know, the guy that charges right. the bunker throws the grenade in, uh, but then he gets wasted. Uh, he took out the, the pill box, but he didn't live to enjoy being a hero. Hmm. So in, in a sense, yes, he is a hero, but to you actually be a hero, you need to survive and make it. This is not to belittle anyone who didn't make it. You, you see kind of what I'm going here, like how high of a, a notch I require a hero to be. Yeah, I, I think so. I, I I get what you're saying. Yeah, because I mean, I think you can die, and you're a hero. But I mean, you don't know about it because you're dead. So right, I think I, right. I, mean, so I. And all right, so what is a hero? I think I agree with you that yeah, your life your life has to be on the line. You got to be putting a lot on the line. I think I would add to that though is you got to factor in what are you putting your life on the line for. And if it's something like, you know, having been in the military, you know, you throw yourself on a grenade to save your buddies. Okay. You're a fucking hero. If you threw yourself on a grenade to save a bunch of women, you're a white knight. What if they're good women? What was the the libertarian convention of volleyball player girls with red hair and big tits women convention? And you threw yourself out of grenade. Now, would you be a hero? That's what I'm saying. Okay, in that case, maybe I could say yes. I'm just saying that why you're putting your life on the line factors in. You know, if you're running into a a burning building to rescue your, your wife or your child, okay, maybe you're a hero. If you're running in to rescue some woman on welfare that you don't know, yeah, you might be a beta male. I, I, dis- I disagree. Well, how do you know she's a woman on welfare? <laughs> well, I'm just, I'm, I'm, no, you don't. I'm, this, I, this is all theoretical. I, 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 I'm I, okay, all right, all right. I'm just saying that why you're putting your life on the line does factor. Well, I, I just have this, not a fascination, but I'm very curious what qualifies as a hero nowadays. 
uh, because everyone says like, oh my gosh, the real heroes are the nurses uh, and the doctors. No, they're not. Well, and, and here's where it's a gray okay, area. I see where you're going. They are selfless. They're putting themselves at risk, but they're not under heavy fire. Well, unless they're old or sick and some doctor, like uh, some of these doctors who are old and they went there and they got killed by coronavirus. All right. I'd say that's a high risk group. But when you're 27 and yes, it's selfless. It is great. I you're a better person than me. Are you a hero, though, when there's a 0.5 percent chance you're going to die? Right. And here's in. See, now this, too, are they putting their lives on the line? Okay, if. The medical professionals in the hospitals are putting their lives on the line, then that means they're doing something wrong. Because, I mean, I worked for eight years with bioweapons. Yeah, you did. You know what? I never put my life on the line once. You know why? Because I always used the proper protective equipment and the proper procedures and the chances of me being exposed to the agent that could kill me were zero. Because I did things correctly. So if these doctors and nurses, I'm putting my life on the line. Okay. Then you're doing something wrong. Okay. Because you should not be putting your life on the line. You should not be putting yourself in a situation where you can get the virus from the person who has it. If you're doing that, you're doing it wrong. Let let me provide some context. Okay. Yeah. Our teachers heroes. No, no. Okay, no, that's no. what I'm really going for. Like, no. I can see no because I have a very, very, very high standard for hero. Like, hero is is the guy. It's John McClain. You know, he beats all odds. And he comes McClane, out of an yes. alliance. Okay, and that's a hero. Okay, greatest and, Christmas and, music movie. And again, not to belittle the people that died trying to be a hero, but I think you got to live to be a real hero, not quote unquote real in a metaphorical or moral sense. Like, well, he made it. You know, like Hercules made it. Okay, if you watch the 90s show. <laughs> On the complete other, let's, let's not go to that spectrum. Right below that, like this close, are the men and women who are doctors and whatnot, who are putting up with and, and, and going headlong into the coronavirus. It is selfless. It's not an immediate threat of death. So I wouldn't consider, again, I have a very high standard of hero. I'm not belittling these people. They're better people than me. I just trying to define hero. Right. I don't think you're a hero. You're selfless. You're a great person. You're better than me. But there's not that immediate death. Like the chances are really good you're going to come out. Now, if you're an old dude, like a lot of those Italian doctors were who came out of retirement in their 70s and then died, okay, that's a hero because you actually are facing death. So I, you know, gray area here. But then it's like, I'm a teacher. I'm a hero. The fuck you are, you no good piece of shit fuck. And so hero has been so diluted in terms of a definition and having any kind of meaning that I kind of wanted to get your opinion on what constitutes a hero. Yes. I mean, got it? Not that you've thought about this yesterday and now you have a bullet point list. Do you have have any input? Um, I mean, not really yet beyond what we've just discussed. I mean, yeah, I agree. It's putting your life on the line and why you're putting your life on the line factors in. I don't know that. I mean, I don't know that you can be a hero without putting your life on the line Mm. and it does have to be an immediate threat. 
like a real serious threat. So. Well, this is why I bring it up because right, this is, a, this is merely up? what I have the article in front of me. Right, so read your article about teachers. It's close because no. you'll probably grow up to become one. This is way too common now, especially with the coronavirus, how I made masks. I'm a hero. Oh, my God. No, you're a bored fucking housewife with nothing else to do, and you have a sewing machine. You're not a fucking hero. And now anybody who does anything is now a hero. So here we go. This is on the front page of the Sun of Sailor, which is a local um, region. It says Minnetonka Excelsior and Eden Prairie. This is the West Said of the Twin Cities. Are you ready for this great one? Here's a hero oh, right here. Hero I'm, right here. I'm bracing myself. Minnetonka freshman. This is the front page. Minnetonka <laughs> freshman hosts, hosts virtual 5K fundraiser to fight COVID-19. I don't know where to begin even with the title. I, you're a freshman and you, you host a virtual 5K? Well, what's a virtual 5K? Are you running it or not? Are other people running it or not? <laughs> Is anyone running? There's a fundraiser. What she's raising funds for, I don't know. Trump's printing off all the money. And then she's going to fight COVID-19, which I've never fucking understood about these walks. Walk to cure cancer. Walk to cure children's poverty. Walk to cure racism. It's like, uh I'm very, very confused right now. How does a bunch of pasty white motherfuckers walking end childhood poverty? How does a bunch of you assholes walking create the cure for, I don't know, malaria? Right. This made the front fucking page. Now, admittedly, it's, it's, not, it's not the New York Times, but even then it would be even worthless. And then, this made the front page. I'm sick and tired because this is like the local news story. Right. I'm seeing this like Tilly Magoo decided to start sewing masks. And then they interview Tilly Magoo. Well, I have a sewing machine and I had fabric. <laughs> I started I sewing time. masks. I have so much free time. She is a local hero. No, That's she's a bored oh. fucking housewife in the middle of the suburbs. And now I got, I got freshman. Uh, her name is Maya Moore. And what, she filmed herself running on the... I, I didn't read the article. I don't read the articles. I just look at the, the chapter to keep it original. But is this a hero? Great one. Uh, no, this is not a hero. Maya this Moore is not, not, a, not a hero? No. But she's on the front page here of the Sun Sailor. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure I, I care about that. I'm being told she's... A, this is a, maybe not a hero, but a very important... This is very important. This she's, is not a hero. Great one. She is raising money to fight COVID-19. Because raising, how do you raise money to fight COVID nineteen? You like, know who's raising money right like now? Where's investors. the money going to go? I mean, does the CDC not have enough money already? I mean, Dude, what, the private sector what? were throwing enough money at Merck and Pfizer. I'm sure they're working on it right now. There's a couple billion invested in. It. I I just, just this bullshit, and and it's okay. I understand. Maybe this is the local rag newspaper and Tilly Magoo's mom sits on the board or whatever. And, oh my God, my daughter made it to the front page because I made it so. Oh my goodness. Minnetonka, yay. yay. <clears throat> but when they make it seem like it's it's on the news every day too, have you not had those local news piece stories in Colorado? Oh God, I don't pay attention to any kind of local news. Oh gosh. I watch the weather, so like but then the local news 
and it's filled with all these Amy Johnson of uh, the XYZ County. She needed to do something. So she just, I mean, and it's the lamest shit. It's not like they got a lab and she tested a bunch of samples of viruses and Petri dishes. It's like she had some cloth left over from her great, great grandma. She says, oh my gosh, I can cut it and make masks. But she paints <laughs> funny little pictures on it and they're little dogs. Oh my goodness. Dogs against Corona.org. You could get her. I mean, this gets actual fucking playtime. God. <clears throat> <sighs> So I don't think I have to read through the article, but would you want to indulge me? You want me to read sure, through about no, this hero? It's your podcast. The, the new way, you. the new definition of hero here is a, a freshman who raises awareness for a fundraiser to fight things on the interwebs. Yeah, Without by John Sherman. leaving her couch. Not long ago, while she was out running on a trail by herself, Minnetonka High School ninth grader Maya Moore had an inspiration. Oh, she has a passion. Oh. Passion. Uh, a member of the Minnetonka track team, Moore is like every other Minnesota high school athlete this spring as everyone awaits word on the potential studying date for spring sports. Missing the chance to compete against others. Because she – was she ever going to – okay, great one. Let's say she won the gold in the Olympic event, right? That's like the yeah. pinnacle, right? You're an Olympic gold at metal athlete, right? Sure, yeah. Does that solve cancer? Mm, no. Does that put no. food on the table? Mm, no. No, no, it doesn't. So all your high school sports, all of you, I need I need all you high school athletes to really listen to this. And I know I'm going to sound like a dick. It's a waste of fucking time. It's good for you. It's good for athleticism and enjoyment and discipline and to be the best. Mm -hmm. Sure. But in the grand scheme of things, it's fucking pointless. And if you really want to do something with athleticism, particularly the ladies, is please continue it so you don't become a phasey, uh, a phasey, a lazy fat ass fuck. Right. Uh, missing the chance to compete against others, Moore decided she would organize a virtual 5K race, not only for the high school runners, but for the athletes of all ages. She's calling it the Stronger Together Virtual 5K. Oh, God. Stronger Together. Oh, my. Oh. See, there's an Orwellian phrase. She's a hero. She's that's, a goddamn hero. Fuck you and your service with, in the military where you got shot at. This one right here, hero. Diversity is our strength. We're stronger together. No, we're not. Not if you're a parasite. You and I are not stronger together if you're a parasite. All proceeds will be donated to the Twin Cities United Way, which uh, how many problems has the United Way solved? <laughs> God, zero. None. Zero. <laughs> which hosts a COVID-19 response and recovery fund. Oh, I'm sure they do. I'm sure they got their money. I'm sure you can make donations to the United Way and it goes to pay for some salaries. Maybe maybe some money even makes it in the hands of the people. Uh, I released information about the race on March 30th. Released, you just posted shit. And we already have 20 people signed up. 20 people, great one. Holy shit. Holy smack. 15 of which are her friends and family. Moore uh, said on April 1, I sent emails to 150 Minnesota high school track coaches this week. Here's what we are doing. The goal is to get active and support a good cause. I want to support a bad cause. You know, like, hey, we're going <laughs> to... We're going to get drunk and old, vomit on yeah, ourselves. Yeah, we're going to get drunk yeah. and be belligerent in a, in a public right, park right, and scare yeah. little children and their moms. Yes. <laughs> 
page fucking news. This is worth somebody's fucking time. Can you understand that? Dude, like there's better front page news on the CSU Collegian. My God, this is terrible. The, see, but it makes me wonder like, okay, I set up a website for free, like blog, you know. Yeah. COVID19resistors.org. We're a strong, independent, moral community. Blah, 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 blah. Okay, raising blah, awareness. Blah, 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 blah. Make your donations here. And then do I get a spot on the local news? Aaron Clary, local blogger in Arthur. He, oh. I needed to do something. So I wanted to raise awareness to bring attention at that. And that's why you could donate to me to my virtual video game playing. Watch Aaron play video games on his website. <clears throat> the race gives participants a chance to get out of the house for some physical activity because you couldn't before right now no unite our I community thought it was virtual unite our community <laughs> i thought it was a virtual race how are you getting exercise with a virtual race oh don't question the woman's great one this is a young strong independent woman oh you're right she's girl boss I no, we can't give her that, but she's just a friend. She's fourteen. I'm, I'm sure her parents put her up to us. Uh, the race gives pressing her. She could be a girl. I am. I'm male. I'm, 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 I wake up daily oppressing women all the time by my natural existence. The race gives participants a chance to get out of the house for some physical activity, unite our community in time of isolation, and raise money for the Twin Cities United Way. Which, once again, name me one thing the United Way has solved or cured. Uh, participants are participants are asked to run 5k on their own and submit their times. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't even need like a, a head cam or a, what do they call it? A pro grow. I don't need a GoPro. Wait, wait, why do you hold on? But why do you need to submit your time? I'm going to submit my time 13 seconds. Eat that bitches. You know what? I mean, okay, look, I could, I could kind of buy you say, Hey, go out and run 5k. Okay. But what does the time matter? Like how, 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 how does it competition? Matter? I understand, but, but what are we going to do the honor system? Right. But it can't be a competition because there's no control. There's no way to control. I know. I mean, so to, to frame, to, to try to be slightly serious, to try to frame this as a competition is ridiculous. If you just came on and said, hey, everybody go out and run 5K and then just tell us you ran 5K. All right, that's, that's, I could buy into that a little bit. That's not the worst thing in the world. But, oh, upload your time. I just, oh God. And the whole sanctimonious attitude behind it, we're raising awareness to fight a cop. Yeah, the whole- in raising awareness, there's another phrase that anyone who says it should be shot. I mean, it's no. Uh, and everyone's aware of the Wuhan virus. There's mm. nobody who is not aware of this. Everyone once, knows about it. Once all the times are submitted, they will be posted on the website. The only variable in the races of this kind is that the courses will be different, some hillier, and more challenging than others <clears throat> with the athlete choosing their own terrains during this pandemic. This goes on to a separate page. I have to continue at page three. Of course you do. Main fucking page news. I admittedly, this is not the Chicago Tribune. I understand. Would you like me to go to page three? Oh, please, please do. Uh, rather isolated, helpless and scared running can escape provide an escape for anybody more said runners can compete the race on the road on trails or on a treadmill <laughs> you know you can run on treadmill I, i'm glad she told can me you? 
Uh, Moore usually that. runs by herself, but on occasion she will bring her dog Tucker along so that he can get some exercise. Minnetonka girls track coach. <laughs> Run faster, longer. There you go. There's Aaron Clary track coach. Did you run longer and faster? No, do it no. again. <laughs> Keep going. Keep going until you run longer hey, and hey, faster. Hey, hey, it's left and right and repeat. Maybe it's right and left and repeat, but I don't care which one you start off. Just go do it longer and faster. Longer and faster. Jane Raymer Morgan applauded the young girl's entre enterprising spirit. This is enterprising. This is very enterprising. You know what's more enterprising? Girls showing off their tits, you know, once they turn 18 on the fucking... I'm being deadly serious. It's more enterprising than this shit. It's a and terrific idea, Raymer Morgan said. Maya has always been a go-getter and a hard worker. No! No, this is no. not hard work. This is not hard work. Hard work would be like, yeah, so I, I studied up on virology. Like, I totally binged on it. I think I got a new whatever... Uh, protein that will like block this other protein and will cure the virus. I'm just like raising awareness and you can run and you can run on a treadmill. You can run outside. You can run backwards or sideways indoors or outdoors. Donate money to this organization that has never solved the problem. Its entire existence. So I want to look up all this hard work. Is she actually running 5k? What the coach? The the woman who the chick who set up this website. Yeah, I, I believe she is. Look, I, okay, okay. Let's let's not pick on the young girl. I'm sure her parents and teachers have pigeonholed her into this. I want to look up Jane Raymer Morgan. I want to see what she looks like. Aish. Um that good, huh? Uh you know Karen. <laughs> <laughs> she now I will I will tell you this this gal is in shape you could tell she's a runner she she's very thin okay. and but uh yeah we're uh woo George Clooney isn't calling her anytime soon let's just put it that way uh Maya has always been a go getter hard worker hopefully the virtual five k will raise some money for a good cause mm, hopefully you hopefully guys know that hoping is not a process right and you know I don't care about the cause I care about efficacy. Does it cure it? No. Give the money to Merck. Seriously, all that money should go to the United Way. It should go to Merck. It could go. It should go to whatever Israeli labs are working. Like, hey, do you need more funding to cure it? Here's your money. <clears throat> uh, Moore was thrilled when she was contacted by the Wyzetta Girls track team, which plans to enter runners in the virtual 5K. We love competing with the runners of Wyzetta and Edina, Moore said. We can't be together on the track yet, but we could still compete. Edina won the state class double A championship in cross country last fall and cured cancer, uh, women's uh, infantile <laughs> syndrome, and 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 the herpes. No, it doesn't say in that. All they did mm. is won a championship and got a bunch of ribbons. Mm. While Wayzata competes for that title just about every year, Moore said she is anxious to compare her virtual 5K time with Wayzata ninth grade standout Abby Nichaniki. Who made all state? Hey, you know who makes all state? You're like, oh, is an all state wrestler? Wow. Oh, all state. You know who who makes those? Lots of people. No, 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 no. They're they're elite athletes. There's no about it, doubt no. about it. But when they grow up, you know what they become? Typically, teachers. Not, no, nobody. They become nobody, no ones. Yeah. They just don't know it. Yeah. Nobody's. I know a guy who went to state 
Yeah, I don't. I don't see him on the internet. He didn't. He, he went to state. Yeah, he went to state. Went oh, to okay. state. Oh, you went to state, huh? Yeah, I went to state. Good. Still can't make twenty thousand dollars a year, though, huh? You can't support yourself. Yeah. All right. You went to state, though. She. Hey, he went to state. Went to Everybody, state. this guy over here, he went to state. To state. For what? Doesn't matter. He went there. You know, speaking of track and field, though. Mm. So. CSU has obviously a track and field field. Does that we help with their the education track and, and, and field making stuff. money and get employed? They can run left, right, left, right, and throw they javelins can. They in can. the air. Okay. Well, th- this is actually this is actually a, a a happy story, depending on how you look at it. Mm-hmm. So, and it's got a fence around it, and I go past there, and they've got the signs up saying the track is closed because of, of course, the Wuhan virus. Because you could get the virus from a track. Right? Sure. Right. Yeah. And I look out there on the track, which is inside of a six foot tall chain link fence. And you know what I see? I see a bunch of people doing their track and field. And I'm thinking, yeah, it's like, okay, so do you really think a six foot tall chain link fence is going to stop people who jump hurdles Pole vault. vault. Right. Yeah, right, right. Track <laughs> and field athletes are going to be stopped by a six foot fence and a piece of paper taped on the fence that says the track. By Karen. Is Karen, no less, said that not to go by on. Karen, right. Karen said, We're closing this track. And all these athletes said, Go fuck yourself. It was, so, see, that's the thing. That's the kind of thing that gives me warm fuzzies. Seeing people ignore, yeah, and, and kids. college kids no less. It's like, oh, okay, right. maybe you actually do got an independent uh, idea. So, all right, Doctor Oatmeal for two bucks. Capitalism leads to better weight staff. Yes, it does. Sure. Capitalism leads to better everything. Everything. You're competing. You're always competing. You're trying to be better than the other person, right? Because you're selfish and you want more of other people's money, and you I, want to earn it, not I steal to, it from them. I want to earn it. Correct. I don't want right. to steal it. Yep. Bacon for 556. Uh, since nonstop Dre asked, this is going to be on the next show. Link in comment below since YouTube blocks it. Have fun with this storyteller made in New York City. I don't know what that means, but go to the goddamn bacon.com to tune mm-hmm. into the show. Uh, bacon again for five. Jeez, Bacon, thanks. Uh, heroism requires volunteerism. Most heroes these mm-hmm. days knew damn well what they signed up for soldiers, doctors. Not to belittle what they do. No, but I, I think t- you go in that knowing there's a risk. If you're a soldier or a doctor, you know, that's okay. These fucking quote heroes that are like teachers and social workers, they're not fucked. There's no fucking risk. There's no, that, that, mm-hmm. that, I'd say a soldier or a doctor is more heroic right. than your average, more heroic than me. No, I, I think Peyton has a point though with the volunteerism, as in the sense that you have to be able, okay, so. It has to be a situation where you have chosen to put your life on the line. Like if you didn't have the opportunity to not endanger yourself. Right. Then I don't think you're a hero. I mean, again, I don't know exactly what that looks like because I'm pulling this out of my butt right here and right now. But like if someone forces you to do something, you're not a hero. Right. If I'm pointing a gun at you and I say, Clary, you jump on that grenade or I'm going to shoot you. I don't know that you're a hero jumping on the grenade. Because, well, you've presented me a situation where death is both outcomes. So it's not heroic. Right, right, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I right. think I see I see what Bacon's saying with the volunteerism thing. You have to choose to, okay, I'm going right. to put my life on the line for something else. Right. No, It this has guy, to be a decision, a choice. This guy I know probably could have just called for backup or, like, waited 
Uh, but mm-hmm. he didn't. He went in. And so, um, yeah, there's th- that's true heroism. So, And right. here's another thing. It, this isn't to say, like, oh, if, you, if you didn't do this, you're not a good person. Like, you bring up a very good point. The opportunity has to exist for you to be a hero. Like, there has to be a grenade to fall upon. Well, there yeah, has sure. to be a pillbox to attack. A lot of us, because we live in, frankly, j- very peaceful times, there yes. hasn't been a real reason for us to be a hero and risk your life. Um, so again, that would, that would lead it towards war people who are over at the hospitals and, and war. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I could, I could see, yeah. All right. You're, you're a hero, but I don't know if you knew, didn't know this great one, but podcasting doesn't really, you know, give a lot of opportunities for you to be a hero. You just kind of like, Hey, <laughs> Hey, what's up? I'm raising awareness about the poor children. I'm a hero. <laughs> Good morning, children. Did you know there's a virus? <laughs> I'm a hero. Fuck being a hero. John McClane, Die Hard 4. I, they kind of blurred together after three. Uh, Dr. Oatmeal for $1.99. Hero syndrome is big on Facebook right now. Oh, is everyone a hero? Like, yeah, oh, Ray John Lebrando for five Canadian dollars. Hey, Aaron, Jeff Bezos has enough money to shelter homeless veterans. I'm sure you care about the veterans. Jeff Bezos does not have enough money to shelter all the veterans. Jeff Bezos has a bunch of Amazon stock. That if he liquidated, he could probably house most of them. I'd, I'd have to do the number crunching. Um, but if he starts selling his shares in Amazon stock, they would immediately start tanking and he would not be able to get that much money. It's very cute that he's worth $138 billion. He cannot convert that to cash today. He cannot get $138 billion cash. That is a theoretical number. I do care about the veterans. Uh, well, I don't know what. And and if he did convert it, wouldn't his ex-wife get half of it? I think he, I'm I'm not sure, but I'd have to guess this, but the judge or the courts must have realized, well, okay, yeah, you can't liquidate half your position in Amazon. So I'm sure that he just gave her half of Amazon. (laughs) No, seriously. I mean, what else is he? Here's your half of shares of Amazon. Okay. Um, Because I, he couldn't liquidate it. Yeah. I don't, you know, I because she wants her money too, and he's like, "Well, look, if I liquidate all of it, you're going to get like maybe three billion cash max." Now, do you want forty eight yeah, billion? How would you Amazon? live on that? Well, maybe. but here's the other thing: Amazon stock pays a dividend, I'm sure. So there's a income generating potential of owning the stock and not just getting the cash. Um, so that's true. Doctor Oatmeal, for five bucks. Join Walkers for Healthy Knockers and wear pink. <laughs> Walkers for healthy knockers. Walkers for healthy knockers. Walkers for healthy knockers. Please tell me this exists. Please tell me this exists. It exists. Somebody that picture they have pictures. Tara Met blog. This is from 2006. Walkers for healthy knockers. I figured that title would get your attention. For the third year in a row, I'm participating in the ninth. Annual Revlon Walk Run for Women Cancers. Sister, yeah, uh, breast 5K. Cancer, oh, yeah, it's not. Blah, it's not. Blah, yeah. I see. Okay. <clears throat> she walked for it. Now, now, great one. This is by a woman named. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying to. Tara. This was written in 2006. She walked for women's breast cancer. Okay. Is breast oh, cancer so- cured? Well, yeah, actually, it is because she. Walked oh, good. For she it. Did, she walked for it. There's okay, no good. More, yeah, there's all no more done. breast cancer. We're done. We're, we're all. Hey, so far I've raised two hundred ten dollars. Just shy of my forty forty dollars of my goal. 
hey, all those pink ribbons cured cancer. We're all good now. Thank you. Yep. Bye. Good. We're out. Good night. Bye. We, we can stop all the cancer research. Funnel so, that money into something else. So, uh, uh, Doctor Oatmeal didn't know it, but there was actually a Walkers for Healthy Knockers uh, written over fourteen years ago. Or maybe he did know. Who knows? Maybe he did know. Yeah. I mean, Ray John for five Canadian bucks. Studies show tax cuts do some good. What studies, Ray John? I could I could pull a study. I could pay some academic to come up with a study that proves whatever you want to say wrong. Their academic studies have no value. None. Mm-hmm. None. They're all biased and they're they're not replicatable. Studies show tax cuts do some good things here and there, but it doesn't boost the overall economy. There's tons of studies. Start listing them because here's the thing I'm going to show you, Ray John. With maximum taxation, that's called communism, people die and are in poverty and starvation. In capitalist countries where the taxes are very low, namely, modernly speaking, uh, Hong Kong, Singapore, Cayman Islands, Monaco, uh, you could argue the United States, but but we'd have to go back in time. No, you're wrong. You're just wrong. I don't care what your studies show. I know history shows the complete opposite. And I don't care what the studies show. Even if the studies showed, oh, yeah, higher taxes results in higher standards of living. I don't give a damn. It's a principle. It's not your fucking money. You do not. You are not owed other mm-hmm. people sacrificing their life this, so you might live. This desperate need to justify stealing other people's it, life. That's all it is. That, 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 and that's what pisses, God, it just enrages me beyond words. Just these people who their entire existence revolves around, well, how do I justify stealing things from other people? Right. And, and that's the whole point is I, I find economics hilariously pointless. It's it's pointless because Paul Krugman, let's operate on a very optimistic premise that he's trying to help out society. Uh, let's say Paul Krugman is right, that we really just do need to redistribute wealth and it increases standards. A little. Let's just say it. Let's say we sure. figured out how to be Norway minus the oil. We figure it out. You're still stealing other people's lives. You are enslaving right. people. You are a thief. Mm-hmm. That's it. It doesn't show. So I don't care if socialism, which it doesn't, by the way. I don't care if socialism results in higher standards mm-hmm. of living. You are stealing other people's time. You are not allowing them free choice to do what their time. And you are a parasite. There's nothing more that needs to be said about the debates of communism and capitalism, socialism and politics and economics. You want to steal other people's money period end of discussion it's wrong it's unethical it's theft and i'm not talking taxation is theft because there's public goods okay i benefit from from the military i benefit from the roads i benefit from a judicial system i benefit from cops all right but when what is it i think it's like two-thirds the government budget state and local by the way goes to pay other people to live because they're lazy dumbass fucks who made bad decisions no that is theft. That is parasitism. I'd, and that does, no matter how many studies you come up with, it doesn't change the nature of, of theft. It doesn't. <clears throat> Nonstop trade, two bucks. What inspired you to be a life coach influencer? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was life beating me into this. Co- life will put you where you need to go. It's just probably best if you learn to pay attention. 
and capitalize on it earlier than later. Because if I had just followed what society was telling me to do, I'd be a decade ahead in time. Um, I didn't, I didn't choose this profession. The world chose me to do this. And unfortunately that is true. I mean, I guess technically I'm a life coach and an influencer. (laughs) You're an influencer. It's so shameful. It's just so, I mean, and we do do good work here. Like I do help out people, but it's not like the Tony Rowe, be your best or Ty Lopez. Like I'm like, uh, stop being a lazy, no good fucking major in hard shit. Spend less than you make. I mean, my shit's real. I'm not like, you're here for yourself and do the best. Da, 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 da. And they follow that advice and they fucking ruin their life anyway. You follow my advice, uh, no guarantee, but you're not going to fuck up like I did. Uh, the temp is 555 for five Australian dollars. Those board bids should be fine for their homemade masks. <laughs> uh, bints, I think, is what these guys are reading text to the thing. Uh, won't confer the proper prote- protection and are putting people at risk. Not a hero, fake news. Yeah, I've seen a lot of colorful masks. People have been getting all creative with their masks. Oh, yeah. Because it doesn't have the micro filter level to keep the virus out. Oh, by the way, guess where I went today? The bathroom. Uh, we went to the Trader Joe's. No. Oh, Trader Joe's. Okay. Because you, you got you got a new one open, right? Over in we the, got a Trader right Joe's now. here. Oh, man. Whew. I'm pro, I'm pro Trader Joe's now. Are you? I used to be against. So you speak against Trader Joe's, but now I've seen the hustle of their employees mm. and the business model. That's a that's a hell of a business, and I'm really? very impressed with the employees. The clients I still don't like, but the employees and the owners they know what the fuck they're doing. Uh, hmm. But we we had to go to the Trader Joe's to get the food today, and we stood outside in a line, and everybody had a mask, but only one in ten had a legit mask. Everything else was like you know Winnie the Pooh mask. <laughs> or something that they got over at Michael's Fabrics. Like, I need a mask out of this. Right. Well, place. it's going to become a fashion statement. It, it's it's a virtue signaling. It is. You, you na- yeah, it is. It is literally Hitler a virtue literally signaling. Literally Hitler virtue signaling, right? Yeah. <laughs> I got an idea. What if I got a mask and just had a swastika on it? Yeah. <laughs> like a fucking Nazi. My Nazi oh, my flag. God. I love that. All right. I might wear a mask now. <laughs> Oh, that would be crazy. No, we no. <laughs> oh, oh I got to do this. <laughs> no, no. Yes. Don't. Nobody in the listening audience is just the Everyone just, do that. This no. is brilliant. <laughs> Pig is laughing his oh. ass. <laughs> <laughs> just, <laughs> that's just... It's red. The, the white circle, the schwarzenegger. Right? <laughs> what? I care about society. I don't want to get you guys sick. So what if I'm a Nazi? Oh, God. Oh. All right. I like it. Up. Did I catch up on all the super chats? No, no. Here's a couple more. We're, we're going to end it here pretty soon. And I'll all send right. you a check in the mail because I do want to sit and chill out. Um, <laughs> still, like, way I could pull it off. Like, what if I went to the campus? You know, like, what? What if I just found the right leftist? Like, I went to the most liberal boomer part of the Twin Cities and just had my my Nox my Nas, 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 Nazi Nazi mask. 
Uh, nonstop trading, three sixty-two dollars. Studies show, and they say so. It must be true, and it's on the internet. And it's on the internet. And it's on the internet. If it's on Google, it must be true. DJ Aftershock for five bucks at the U of M. You can major in evaluation studies and comparative and international development oh, education. What the fuck? <laughs> Plus a PhD of Ed Policy, so you could be a leader. Yeah, you could be a leader. Mm-hmm. The U of M Carlson School had this seminar on like becoming a leader, and I uh, I wanted to rip it apart, but I just didn't have time. I, I think I think the words out that these leadership seminars and business colleges are are bullshit. Uh, Bacon says for two twenty three, sent you both the New York uh, podcast certification link on Twitter. All right, cool. Thanks, Bacon. Cool. Thanks, Bacon. Um, let me go to the. Uh, shall we take another break here, real quick? Sure. And then we'll we'll finish it up. And if anybody has any last super chats or something that you wanted said, to go ahead and make the donation. Uh, but uh, we'll be back here in a minute. All right. You there, great one? Oh, oh, he's off doing something. I wonder if he's going to flush the toilet again. I'm going to play video games for the rest of the day. Going to forgive myself. I'm real curious. You know what, guys? Everyone who's listening, um, I'd love it if you guys would email me, either over at uh, assholeconsulting.com or my cappy cap address. How the hell you guys are holding out with agency and purpose and meaning and reason in life with this lockdown. I'm not handling it well. I know it seems like I got it, but man, I, I went for a six mile walk today and uh, I, uh, that's, that's it. And then you get back and they're like, and, and the irony, you know, bake has been donating a lot of money. Thank you everybody for donating a lot of money, but it's like, well, where do, what do you do? There's no, there's no celebration. I think that's what it is. Like everybody you're used to this cycle or this, he flushed again. <laughs> but the the investment and then the reward, like you 
you go to work and like, oh, and maybe you don't go to a five-star restaurant, of course, but you, oh, you get yourself a beer. Oh, you, you allow yourself a, a good meal or oh, you treat yourself to Taco Bell. Although now that's all that's really available now is Taco Bell. Well, ever since the great Wuhan hoax, all restaurants are Taco Bell. I got you flush in the toilet twice on this podcast. This is nice. I yes. love it. I love it. Hey, I'm out of curiosity. I do that just for you because you're the one who said, yeah, leave the door open. Says yeah, I've been absolutely. Yeah. I'm very curious. I mean, this is off tangent. I know I said we're going to uh, limit yeah. it down here. But I've always envied your lifestyle and that you have this simple life. You have your apartment. You are a minimalist. Uh, but now with your new apartment, which is not grand. It's a two-bedroom, so it's very fancy. It's, it's nicer than what you're used to. But you got that wood burning stove. I mean, how are you holding out psychologically uh, during this? Because I'm imagining you're doing better than the average guy because you could you're perfectly fine taking a month off. Yeah, I'm man, I'm I mean, honest to God, man. See, this is oh, what's the word for it when you're in conflict with yourself? Uh shit. Anyway, whatever that word is that I can't remember right now, this is it. Like on one hand. I really want this to end soon so the economy doesn't completely tank. Right. On the other hand, I would really love it if we extended this all the way through May, uh, whatever it is. What's this, April? We could yeah. go through May. I'll take May off. I'll stay at home the entire month of May, go back to work on June the 1st. I'm having a great time. Yeah, I make a I make a fire every single morning and sit there and meditate it cracks does it yeah. crack oh. yeah i make every every morning i make a fire and i meditate while looking at the fire and get my shit together for the day and go forth so yeah. you know other than being surrounded by sheeple idiots who are going to allow the government to tell them they're not allowed to assemble anymore because i mean the hell with the first amendment why do we need that and then next year they can take your guns away from you other than that i'm holding up great well and here's another thing great one um mm -hmm. There was a real pandemic. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I'm going to, I know it's a pandemic. Yeah, technically it is. All right. But um, there was a polio outbreak in the 1950s, the 1952. My stepdad was telling me about this. Um, <clears throat> and we didn't need to print off trillions of dollars or 300% GDP uh, to bail people out. And what? one thing, well, but here's, here's what's great about you. Great one. Did you save money for a rainy day? I did. Oh, you mean the world wow. just doesn't go on perfectly forever all the time? No, no. I actually had enough money to pay my rent, you know, in case I lost my job or something. Imagine that. And, and you know what? That is the number one thing where everybody is going paycheck to paycheck and they have no savings because they're lazy, no good socialist fucks who expect the world to take care of them. They have no agency. They have no responsibility. They don't think about, oh, bad times, insurance, you know, maybe I ought to prepare. And I was thinking like, this must be your, your moment where you're, because it's the same thing with me. I'm lucky enough that revenue's gone up actually under this, mm -hmm. but I'm also self-employed. I have multiple streams of income. Uh, and I try to remind myself daily, like, wow, I'm not the poor barista or waiter. And I have friends who right. are actually in the service industry, younger people, of course, but I'm like, God dang, are they all right? You know, they, and, but you know, I went through that too. I had my bad times, but I'm oh, just yeah. super thankful that I have money and savings 
And then I had the fiscal discipline, seven years fee, seven years famine. I'm just wondering this whole finance, the financial aspect, the financial crisis aspect of this virus could have been avoided if we simply went back to common sense, evil 1950s, spend less than you make, a penny saved is a penny earned type of thing. But you are one of the few people that actually did that. And so I can't, I imagine you're just, you got like, a month and a half off where you get to go hike, you get to go get yeah. your coffee, you get to wine. No, I mean, not it's today, spring. obviously. But. Well, right. But it, <laughs> but tomorrow will be 80, you know, because yeah. of the bipolar weather. Yeah. Exactly. So um, I, I imagine you're fine with this, but in, you will inevitably want to get back to a whaling butani, I'd imagine. Yeah, eventually. Just like I say, not too soon. I'm really mm-hmm. enjoying the the time off and getting productivity. And it was it really was a weird shift too, because even when I wasn't at work, if I had time off or whatever, I still like always checking the work related email and just responding to people, you know, which is fine. I mean, it's like 20 minutes out of a day or something, you know, you check your right. email oh, bang, and it's, it's good. But like, just, this is the first time in a long time I've, well, since the last time I was unemployed that I've just not had to even remotely think about dealing with anything you know, for anyone else, for job, it's anything that's not directly related to me. And so yeah, I'm kind of enjoying it. And yeah, the preparation, I mean, again, like the panic buying, all of that, yeah. I didn't, I didn't do any panic buying. I mean, I've already ranted about this enough times on my own podcast, but it's like, I have toilet paper, I have paper towels, I have alcohol, I have disinfectant. I always have enough food that I can go like four weeks without buying food if I have to. I, I got firewood, I got water, I got like I, I have I have everything I and I've saved up money. Right. You know, and you got oh. these people. Again, I ranted about this, but I'll throw it out for your audience. We've all seen the study, right? That people this whatever percentage they say, of people was it the study they at they say.com? They say.com where they <laughs> they say that you know X percentage of people don't have four hundred dollars for an emergency right. or whatever. Yes, okay. yes. But then, and also, but these also these people who don't have four hundred dollars also don't have toilet paper right. or food for four weeks or jumper cables for their truck. You know, or, or it's like, so what are you doing with your money? And I'm, I'm just sitting here. I have money. I have stuff. I have stuff. I have money. I have money and stuff. Plus I have wood burning stove. I can stay home. Yes. I'm great. It's fantastic. This is the the only bad part is, you know, not not a lot of girls to talk to in my house, but But other than that, it's great. No, I I just, because I think like you're just, it's like, oh, I don't got to go to work today. And you have your cash and, and the, value that comes from not having the panic or the word like imagine exactly. like imagine you're like hoping you're really how many millions of people does this describe right now where they're like oh my god i can't pay rent until i get my trump check right which is going to be one time and then what are you gonna do next month that they extend exactly you know i'm it's it's so amazing mm-hmm. how and it's not amazing it's totally expected where such a lazy, idiotic paycheck to paycheck, like that is the cause of the financial crisis. 
Right. But in your case and the few of us that did, it was like, yeah, it's just a vacation. And yeah. And, but I don't know about you, but me, I'm kind of like, okay, the vacation can end now. I want to get back to normal. Um, <laughs> I imagine it's the same kind of for you because, all right, we've hiked around. You've done that. You've yeah. gone up to the yeah. reservoir. Whatever, I guess, but- yeah. I mean, like I say, I, I honestly got, I'll take it through the end of May. Mm-hmm. I would milk it till the end of May. After that, it's, it's got to stop. How's that theater company production doing? Remember you had that second job? Are they doing all right? They uh, Oh, they're doing great. Yeah, they're <laughs> that's completely shut down, obviously. But how? They are strong independent women who need no man fish bicycle girl boss. Other than all the government subsidies they get to keep going, yeah. But yeah, but they don't even get but, that now. I, no, oh. no, no, no. Actually, um everyone who worked, there's only one employee there now because they had to let everyone go. Oh, it's still existing? Well, I mean, it still exists on paper, sure. I mean, it's, it's, yeah, I mean, it exists on paper, but obviously there's no money coming in. They're not doing anything. No. But I, I, I'm surprised there's one person still on payroll. <laughs> I mean, we'll what see I'm, how long that lasts. I mean, it's, you know, it's just like all the rest, all these restaurants. I mean, they still, there's a lot of restaurants that still exist on paper, but they're right. shut down. You know, will they be able to come out on the other side? Who the hell knows? I love it how this environment, this economy is proving to people, like, no matter what the government says, whether you're essential or not, teachers, not essential. Not essential. Non, non-profit theater people, not essential. Not essential. Are you, are you collecting? Hey, are you the type that's, like, desperate to get your government check because you didn't save enough? You're a not essential, not essential person. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's, uh, mm-hmm. and it's a mirror that's being forced in front of them. Right. Like there's no denying it. Like you must, a lot of people. Well, must actually, be having there, this, there is a lot you know? of denying it though. That's part of the problem is there are a whole lot of people denying it. What's I mean, saying the teach, it's, yeah, the yeah. teachers who are posting on Facebook about how they're heroes. I mean, they're denying it. They're looking it straight in the fucking face and they are denying it. Well, I, I agree with you. They are denying it right straight. But like deep down inside when they cry themselves to sleep because no man fish, bicycle, catnip, um, they know. They know deep down inside they're like their little kids, their little attention fix is gone. Mm-hmm. The teachers have got to like because teachers really do suck off the life of younger kids. They they oh, yeah. really do live, they are vampires. They are. and now without them. I'm I'm really curious how most teachers, not all of them, there's some good teachers, of course, but most teachers are just, they've really got to be having an existential crisis right now. Like, what's my value? Am I really even needed? Mm-hmm. I mean, they'll never say I, it. They'll I, never I, say it. But but deep down inside, they're like, oh my God, I could be replaced by YouTube. And yes, you fucking Kwantahahas and Kwantahahers, you can you can be absolutely replaced by YouTube because you're worthless. You fucking offer nothing of value. See, this, this, this is you being way too optimistic. I think you are giving what? 90% of teachers way too much credit. They still think they're valuable. I think the number of teachers having an existential crisis about their value is literally Hitler 10% or less. Really? I think you're Even giving- deep down inside, yeah. they, like they get really... They actually Absolutely. believe it. I, this huh. is not. This is not just some surface delusion. This delusion goes all the way to the core of their existence. I absolutely think that ninety percent of teachers are nowhere near what you just described. Interesting. I always had this theory about deep down inside, like 
No. The black guy who blames Whitey because of his poverty deep down inside knows it's because of the five illegitimate children he had and all the alimony he's got to pay. Uh, I, I have this theory that deep down inside, the, the strong independent woman who needs a constant bailout knows it's because she majored in worthless shit and uh, didn't want to do math. And that's like, like, like deep down inside, you know, I mean, the facade, 98% of the brain power is going to believe in the facade. Um, the the uh, gal whose husband uh, cheated on her, she like, oh, well, he's a dirtbag. It's like, well, deep down inside, you know, it's because you're 280 pounds. Uh, I, I I still believe in that a little bit, but you're saying the teachers are that indoctrinated. They really, think I, they, yeah. they're that valuable, huh? I really do. I think, I don't think too, I don't think many people have that deep down inside. Wow. That's because that's the darkest thing I've heard this year. That's it. Oh. You could be right. Thank you. That's one of the nicest things I've that's been said to me in a while. You and Dre can also like uh, Dre and you could be on like that dark that black pill. Uh, oh well, I'm just glad teachers are miserable and they don't have that. That, that at but, minimum, yeah. the teachers are not getting their attention fixed because they don't yeah. have children hostage, slaves like you know at their beck and call. I mean, um, I'm I'm happy hmm. for the children not having to be I, around the teachers. I'm happy for dude. Every kid I know. Like from God. senior to kindergarten, I'm like, hey, how's school? Like, it's great. It's, it's awesome. awesome. Like, yeah, it's nice being out of the concentration camp. Prison sucks, huh? Prison and it's, sucks. it's so great to see like these kids, like it's natural human instinct to want to be free and they know yes. they're oppressed. Now, yes. somehow these communist teachers convince them like oppression is good. Socialism is great. But it's like, yeah, your teachers are lying sex as shit, aren't they? Yeah, they are. They are just yep. like there for the fucking money. They don't give a shit about you, dude. <laughs> It's like, yeah, I'm glad you're on my side now. All right, Juan Cabrera for uh, a, a two bucks. Here's some Trump cash. Thank you, Juan. We'll take it. We'll take Trump it. bucks. Did Juan get a Juan? Did you get a check yet already? I guess people are getting the checks. Jesus, Bacon is throwing in the cat. Bacon, you've thrown enough, man. I'll, I'll promote you. you, you no, you haven't, bacon. bacon. More money. Give us more money, <clears throat> Bacon. <laughs> Everybody, please kindly go to the goddamn bacon, not the goddamned bacon, the goddamn bacon.com and check him out. Uh, and, and he is good. Oh. It's very chilling and relaxing. What? And if you do go to the goddamn bacon.com, whatever you do, when you look at the website over on the right hand side, there's a bunch of little thumbnail photos of a bunch of hot chicks. Don't oh, click on those photos because then you'll get a larger version. And then you, so yeah, you just absolutely, you don't want to see any hot girls over there. So just you know be what's, careful. I got to I got to tip my hat to Bacon. He finds the hottest chicks on the internet. Like, <laughs> well, how hard is it to find hot chicks? He just has this taste. He has this panache. There's a lot of hot chicks over there. But they're beautiful on top of it. This is just some chick with big taste. He just like finds the right ones. I'm like, damn, Bacon, what fucking subscriber mm. service are you on? Uh, bacon for five fifty six is new hobby. Freaking out people online that I tell about going outside every day, despite <laughs> the panic, fear, and pneumonia. Yes. Funny, they're all women coincidence. No, it's not coincidence. No, it's not a coincidence. That's my point. It's women that are driving this. It is literally Hitler. Women that are driving this. If men were completely in charge, there would be no quarantine. This is driven by women. You're welcome. I'm afraid Bacon is the one who's going to get the Nazi flag mask. I have a feeling. 
<laughs> we're going to hear about the Seattle Times. Oh, I love it. Local crazy guy has Hitler mask. <laughs> Just trying to help out people, claims man. <laughs> Who's this asshole? Look at this asshole. Athamel, oh, thank you. God. Two bucks. Dealing with this lockdown is easy. Stop crying. Yeah, yeah see, Atham has, yeah, he has an, <laughs> Atham is just the reincarnation of Marcus Aurelius. That's all he is. He's like just this totally chill, self-controlled man that I envy. He's, he's doing just fine. I know mm. he's doing just fine. I've met him <clears throat> several times. And Juan again for uh, five bucks feels good to be working or prepared. Yeah, Juan, you yeah. got a good skill. Juan's like uh, Juan's a mechanic. If he did, oh, oh, yeah, that's a great he skill. Said, yeah, he's he's good to go. I mean, maybe it's not booming business, but he's doing all right. Everyone but it's I steady. know, is that's the thing. I know some mechanics, and they they haven't slowed down. Cars still break down. Cars, Cars still need repair. Down. Not yeah. as much traffic though, so I'm I'm assuming there's going to be a slowdown. But Juan has this great skill. A lot of guys now, a lot of the older, richer guys are like, I got nothing else to do. So like doing a lot of auto repairs on classic cars. And I know a guy mm -hmm. who does supply parts for classic cars. Like there'll be a manufacturing company that will recreate, you know, a carburetor for a 67 Chevelle, whatever. Sure. Right. But those things have shut down. So now everyone's like mm. scrambling because these guys, their wives are driving them fucking nuts and they want to finish their car. Oh, uh, man. But Juan's in a good, he's in a good industry. Yeah, good for you, Juan. Way yeah. to go, man. Uh, are we good? We're good. We're good. We're good. Judd, for two bucks. Huh? Reading Juan's super chat. What's that? You didn't finish Juan's super chat. What did, oh, back I'm sorry. Let's go back. Yeah, you didn't read all of it. I have to pretend that I'm broke. All the dude bros can't make a car payment. Yeah. Yeah. No, dude. Juan, that's a great idea. You never let anyone know you have money. You never, ever. Because family, friends, and all that, they're going to come out and ask you to borrow the money. Yep. And so you just, yep, no, man, you you have no money. You're just as poor as them. <clears throat> and then when you build your house in South Dakota, you get the fuck out. Like, oh, dude, I, I don't know how the fuck this house just popped up out of nowhere. It wasn't me saving or scripting by or working hard. It was just, it, just the money. I inherited it. That's what I'll, I inherited it. Uh, so we can sit that there. Now I'll go to Judd uh, for two bucks. I cope by encouraging boomers to look <laughs> toward. Carl <laughs> 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 Hop for a buck. Look, he's got a little dog there. Look, that's a cool dog. He just gave us a buck. He didn't say <laughs> nothing. He just wanted to give a, a buck for a just dog. Just throwing in a buck. You it's seem a like a bucket. dog person, great one. What, uh, is it my what? estimation you would like dogs? Like if you could have a dog, you'd have a dog? I don't dislike dogs, but... <sighs> I know you got your cats, but there are other people's cats that stop by and visit you. Yeah. I saw a cat today when I was out walking as a snow cat. Mm -hmm. I mean, dogs are okay, but my rules for dogs is dogs have to be big. I don't like small dogs. No teacups. Yeah, no teacups. The dog's head has to at least come up to my knee at a minimum. And then right. dogs should be outside dogs. I'm not a big fan of dogs in the house. I couldn't do that. They got to be inside. Well, maybe that's because I'm in Minnesota. I wouldn't want my right, dog. Right, outside. See, right. See, I mean, right. in my like <clears throat> ideal world here, I'm living in the country somewhere where you have outside. You're not living in a city or something. Right, right. So. Okay. No, I thought you – but out of curiosity, now that you moved, have any of the neighborhood cats come follow you? Have they found you? Because you didn't move that far away from your original place. Yeah. No, no, none of the cats I know have followed me, but I got new cats over here. You miss the old cats because they were kind of like part of the neighborhood. Yeah, sure. Oh, yeah, absolutely. 
Mm-hmm. All right, nonstop Dre for five bucks. Uh, one of my professors was complaining about how teaching online is difficult because he can't see their classes in person. Uh, that's a professor I'd like to like maybe go on a long hike with. And then maybe I just come back by myself <laughs> and maybe we don't know where he went. Maybe he went mm-hmm. to heaven like Enoch, you know, maybe he just disappeared. Maybe <sighs> guy. Can you imagine going to school like Dre nowadays? Like all this bullshit he's going to take. He just wants to be chemical engineer. I believe it is mm-hmm. mechanical. It's something legit. Um, and all this, and here he is, he's a black dude, and he's got to listen to this diversity bullshit. <laughs> it's like the uh, white man's curse. Was that it? Or my, was that a movie or a saying, white man's curse? Uh, it's a saying. White yeah. man's burden. That's the white man's burden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. White man's burden. You know what the black man's burden is or minority person's burden? Because this happens to all my, this is, dude, none of you are saying this. In a general sense, yes, related to that. But if diversity is so fucking uber important, we're going to force everyone, white or black, Hispanic or Asian, to take all these fucking bullshit classes. And so there's got to be millions of minority non-white dudes and dudettes who are like, oh, (laughs) what? I know. Fine. We're oppressed. How much yeah, am I gonna pay for this class? I got it. I got it. I'm oppressed. Hate Whitey. I got it. Can I go fucking major in accounting now? See, because that's their burden. It's the non-white man's burden now. Because you all voted Democrat. You all have this Nazi fucking indoctrination bullshit. We can't go to school for two years and get the exact same education. No, we have to spend an extra two years learning this fucking crap that nobody look. Does any anybody, no matter what? color or race do they like going to sexual harassment training <laughs> God, uh, no. too bad motherfucker and motherfuckettes oh you voted for this shit now we all get to suffer <laughs> so i feel bad for drake because you know atham had the same thing atham had some class he had to take and they were and the, his, the teacher was talking about oppression and that and then atham pulled it up and he said yeah, actually, I'm sick and tired of this bullshit, and I think maybe we should just study what we're talking about. And students stood up and clapped because no one wants to sit there and be lectured about no. politics. No. So, let, okay, let me tell a story real quick about affirmative right. action. Then, then, then we're going to get to Josh oh, Landum. Another, then, all right, then we'll get letting on. black people in. Josh is black. God dang it. Dead. So back in the day, I'm at this college and we got to take this, uh, sexual harassment training. This was many right. years ago. This was long before me too. Before sex even existed. Right. Right. So right. we, we got this little beta male guy and we got this chick who are doing the talking about sexual harassment and stuff. And they're showing us this film. And in the film, the guy takes the girl out and they're in the car and she says something like, Hey, can you loan me $20? And you know, you and somebody in the class blurts out you want twenty dollars you gotta earn that and you know how to do it okay so the two people teaching the class right the beta male guy gets all offended and pissed off the woman just busts out laughing yes she's like oh she thought that's the funniest thing ever it's like yeah there you go man okay so yeah she was probably tired of it too but yeah, she had, well, she had to bull- go teach this she got, That's how she makes her money. Yeah, I right, know. Exactly. I, yeah, she was tired of it too. She knows what's up. 
Uh, Josh Landrum, uh, great one. I listened to your podcast, goddamn eight out of ten. Got eight out of ten. Hey, from Josh. thank you, thank you, Josh. Especially for a Appreciate racist it. podcaster such as yeah. yourself. Yeah, I mean, I'm very racist, we sexist, three, also. Three black friends now. We got three black Whoa. guys in here, and Damn. that doesn't even include the Latinos. Holy crap! Holy shit! <laughs> I'm still thinking about that Nazi mask. <laughs> Good God, I want to do that. No, no. Yes, I'm so gonna no, do that. We need to be I just employed. Gotta figure out where to find the Nazis I just, thing. I just want to see the reaction. Like if I had cancer, I'd do it tomorrow. Like if I had <laughs> cancer, I'd do it. Like, yep, going out, motherfuckers. Let's go. What? I'm trying to prevent you from getting sick. Why are you talking to me? Get away from me. Keep your social distancing. And then like have another mask in my pocket, and it'd just be the flag or the star of david i say all right is that one better all right get the fuck away <laughs> or like have a communist mask just have like oh gosh all right never mind oh. uh, dr o'meal for five bucks my neighbor waited until four weeks into the crisis to share his mask stash with me wow I, i'm not wearing a mask unless they like the government comes in and says you have to wear i'm not wearing one that's no. coming some of the local businesses you have to wear a mask to go in well, they put that sign on the door. I've ignored it so far. I'm going to get some pornographic mask. I'm going to get like just a hot chick naked. Some pair of tits. Yeah, pair of tits. I'm like, there you go. There's my mask. Go fuck yourself. Get out of my way. I'm going to get one that says, it's okay to be white. They, I'd wear that. <clears throat> I'd get that mask. It's okay. To, but see, it's all crimpled up. So you'd have to like yeah, make sure. It, 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 in a way that it's readable. Yeah. That's the problem with that. It'd be all crimpled up with the Nazi flag and people are like, is, is that the, is that, oh yeah, it is. See? Yeah. Yeah. Fully extended. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> a nonstop trade, uh, 360, uh, for five bucks. Math professor got mad when I told him that YouTube replaced him and is better <laughs> for me. So I teach myself math. I'm computer science. Oh. Dude, Dre, that is awesome, man. That's great. That is awesome. That is awesome. Uh, nonstop trade for another two bucks. Great one. Just spoke the, speak the truth in his podcast. Laughing out loud. Yeah, I I don't know Thanks, how brother. the truth hurts anybody. I don't know how the truth hurts anyone. It's uh like I have no problem when you know they say you hate women. No, I don't. I tell you women to major in STEM and to stay thin mm -hmm. because it is in your absolute best, best financial and everything else interests. I don't say it because I hate women, I say it because mm -hmm. it's true. <laughs> if I really right. hated women, I tell them to get fat, big is beautiful, uh major in what you want, follow your heart, money is will follow, YOLO, am I right? Go into debt and then and and then hate men. That's if I wanted women. If I want, if I really hated women, I'd be feminist, because that's what ruins their lives. If I want yep. to hate hate on black people, I become a Democrat. Oh yeah, it's because of whitey. It's not because you keep having kids you can't afford. You major in stupid shit. If you major in stupid shit at all. Oh my god, what are you doing? Try are you trying to help out black people or something? Yeah, <laughs> yes we are. All right, that's it. Uh, plug your shit, the great one, and then we're, we're calling it a night. Oof. All right, Cynical Libertarian Society. You can Google that or DuckDuckGo it or Bing it if you're a boomer. C-Y-N-L-I-B-S-O-C.com on the interwebs. That's where you will find me. Pretty much everything's over there. Uh, I'm on the Facebook. Don't bother because I never sign into Facebook. I'm on the Twitterverse every now and then. C-Y-N-L-I-B-S-O-C. I'm on the Gab, which I don't log into very much. Same thing, C-Y-N-L-I-B-S-O-C. Just look for that wherever you go. And that's all I got, man. That's me. That's unplugged. Go over there cool. and listen to the podcast. Thanks, guys. All right. And tune in to the Wayland Butani podcast because those are the best. All right. 
The Older Brother Podcast, sponsored by How Not to Become a Millennial. This is advice your older brother, if you had one, gave you. This is assuming your older brother was a kick-ass Gen Xer and not a millennial douchebag. But in either case, here it is. For 440 pages, you will have a much better life. The Pence Principle, How Not to Get Falsely Accused of Rape. Please go read this. This is a vaccination. It's short. It's sweet. Written by Randy Bentwick. You can find that on Amazon.com. Um, there's an article in there, not an article. There's a study in there where two guys spent 30 years in jail because a girl falsely accused them of rape and then DNA evidence proved them free. 30 fucking years in jail because of a false rape accusation. You want to have what happened with Ford Ka- or, uh, Brett Kavanaugh? No, well, avoid that. Get that there. Reconnaissance man, go buy that book, read it now. So you can figure out where you want to go and travel across the United States. And then uh, Bachelor Pad Economics, the Financial Advice Bible for Men. Go get that book. Seriously, while you guys are all quarantined, go get this thing. Paperback, Kindle, and Audible. I don't know. What else? Curse of the High IQ. Did you ever read that one great one? Oh, yeah. Oh, there we go. That'll help you out. All of them, all of them help. They all help. Mm-hmm. And that's it. All right, take us out appropriately, great one. Toodles. <laughs>